to the All I Need Podcast. But uh, I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know. Not much. How's it going with you? Today, my guest is Mr. Young Jacob Jensen. Watch the mic, bro. Things are good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Surviving some quarantine and shit? Surviving it up. Dude, come on. Get that mic in. <laughs> Dude, the bro. mic is everywhere. You got to hold it in a spot for like 30 seconds, and then it's supposed to stick. Right. Yeah, like a magic okay. trick. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful, kid. Uh, thanks for the Dunkins. Boom. Yeah. I got some donuts, too. Yeah. Thanks for the two donuts. And the, he actually bought four because you ate two. Yeah. Guilty, bro. <laughs> the gains. I ate the good ones. The gains. Which one did you get? I got jelly. I got I got glaze, which I ate. And then... Um, glaze is bomb. Yeah, glaze is but bomb. But I got the chocolate and the chocolate frosted. Those were bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Those were bomb, too. That's what I had. I like jelly. That's my favorite. I was going to say, jelly's not my favorite. It's not. Least favorite. I, I love jelly. I love the powder on it. Real Well, yeah, yeah I like the crystal like sugar that they put on yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, jellies aren't bad. I'm talk- We're talking donuts. I'll eat any type of donut, really. Yeah. But if I, I was My gonna- least favorite is probably like the chocolate donut. I don't just know. straight chocolate? Like the, yeah. The, the one, one that, that I had? Yeah. Because yeah, the one I had was uh, just straight chocolate. Yeah. Like not the frosting, but the full things of chocolate. Yeah. All the way through. Some, the chocolate one with the chocolate frostings on it, but like... Straight chocolate's nasty, I feel like. Really? I don't know. Wow. It's gross. Can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Or like plain donuts, gross. You don't like plain donuts? Nah. I get that. There's though. like no taste. When I was younger? Nah, I love them now. That's yeah. how you know you're old. <laughs> when you like fucking plain donuts. <laughs> I, I hate when you get like munchkins and you get like the like the special one and they give you like random ones and they give you like... All the plain ones because no one eats them. They're just dumping that shit in the bag. <laughs> like, nobody wants this shit. He should have specified what he wanted more. <laughs> now you're stuck with all these dry ass donuts. <laughs> so uh, gross. I used to hate them, but now, like, now that I'm a fucking grandpa out here, apparently, uh, I like them. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I like how, like, they just taste kind of plain. I feel. Yeah. Did you know that donuts like back, like way back when you'd like, act, like you'd actually supposed to like dunk them in coffee? Like, that's the whole thing about, like, Dunkin' Donuts. I, I mean, I love Dunkin' Donuts and coffee. I've never done it. I don't do it that often because it's kind of a process and I'm usually moving around. But, like, if I sit down, you know what I like to dunk donuts in more than coffee? Milk. If you have, like, a mm. straight glass of milk and you got, like, a glazed donut with some chocolate frosting or something. Or just, like, even one of those plain donuts. Those are good for Dunkin's. Yeah. The plain ones are the best for Dunkin's because they're just all, they're all like, uh. They just absorb it. Yeah, they just absorb it. So, like, so if you have a plain donut and, like, a coffee with some sugar in it and cream and you dunk it in, mm-hmm. oh. it's good. I never, I've never dunked a donut in anything. Wow. Like, how old are you now? I'm 17. Dude, you have not lived your life. I gotta try it. <laughs> you know what else is good? And I've talked about this on the podcast many times. We're, we're straight into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out some people that support us in a minute, but this is important stuff right here. I've talked about this on the podcast before. My dad turned me on to this when I was younger. Cake in a mm-hmm. bowl, 
take that cake, pour some milk on top of that cake in a bowl, mush it up, dude. Heaven. Dang. Cake, that sounds like pretty frosting good. in all together. Oh, it's amazing. It's like Not good. the most delicious like cake porridge you'll ever have in your life. Mm. Try it next time you have a piece it's of like cake. It's like cake soup almost. Yeah, like yeah. You can't do too much milk because it'll kind of drown it out. You got to do mostly cake with about half half milk and then mush it up a little bit. Eat it. You're going to like call me instantly. <laughs> You're like, dude, you changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough donut talk. Right. <laughs> I could talk donuts for days. Um, all right, first, I just want to shout out a couple of people that support us. First would be Eastern Skate Supply. Um, so if you're out there and you own a skate shop or you work at a skate shop and you want to do the buy and you do the buying for the shop and you want to support all I need in the movement, either all I need in world, world industries, you can go to Eastern skate supply and they got our boards right there. It's easy. You can go to their website, sign up, start an account, become a dealer right there. And then you can pick through all the brands they have and you can throw some all I need in some world in there. And uh, you can stock up because I had people reach out to me through Instagram and social media a lot. Like, how do I get the boards? How do I get world? How do I get all I need? And I try to direct them to either to Eastern Skate Supply and Ocean Ave. I'm Ocean Ave as well is another another distributor, but I'm not sure if they have how much they have in stock of us. They might be sold out, but you can try either or whichever one you work with. Um, that's the easiest way to cop the brands, you know. Um, and they're awesome, dude. Reggie Barnes, he was on the podcast, the guy who owns Eastern. They have this sick-ass skate park where there are warehouses that we got to skate. Awesome. And they've been holding it. Reggie's been holding it down for skateboarding for so long. He's a legend, man. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, shout-out Eastern Skate Supply. They, they, uh, they've been helping us out a lot, which is epic. And I hope they're surviving the times right now. I hope all you guys out there with shops or brands or – Anyone who supports skateboarding, I hope you're figuring out ways to keep things moving and uh, stay engaged in contact with people and be able to get some of these boards and clothes and shoes and stuff out the door so you can keep paying your bills so you don't have to close up your shop, you know? Yeah. Trying times right now, my dude. Yeah. It's getting bad. It's like crazy. the cases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was like the most deaths in one day in the whole world, basically, for this whole pandemic. Yeah. In America. It was, like, ridiculous. And they say the worst is yet to come, like, in, like, a week. This next week is supposed to be, like, the gnarliest time for the yeah. coronavirus. Gotta stay safe. Definitely be safe, man. Um, all right, next. Shout out to Narragansett Beer. Uh, these guys support us a lot, man. Support All I Need tons. We have three collab decks with them. Um, which are available right now on our website, but they may still have some on their website, so you could check in with them and make sure they have them uh, or see if they have them. But if not, we got you covered on our site. We got the Beer Shark, Lovely Lady, which is Jacob's yeah. favorite, and then Crusher Like Quint, which has really helped us in uh, when we needed it. That one was our best seller. So shout out to Quint. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Narragansett Beer, man. Those guys are awesome. Again, Jim Crook's. One of the owners of Narragansett Beer came on the podcast early on, supported the show, did the collab decks with us. Uh, they brought the brewery back to R- Rhode Island. It was off in New York, I believe, and he brought it back, um, which is a big deal. And they're always doing cool stuff, man. They do this made on honor market that we've part- we've participated in, like three or four of them now. They do, usually do it like twice a year, and it's just this big – dude, turn your goddamn ring around. My bad. Just kidding, but turn it off. Uh, 
they do this market like twice a year and oh dude our deck's right up on their site look at the one the lovely, the lovely lady. lady yeah that's my favorite right up. skate that one all the time yeah so they do this market called made on honor and uh they pick a bunch of brands that they feel fit that slogan i'm honored that all i need is part of that and they get Yelp and team up with them, and Yelp drives a bunch of uh, traffic to whatever. They're usually their warehouse or wherever, and we just set up a whole market with all the vendors, and you can display all your products, and you can people are coming through to buy. You know, they're, mm-hmm. with the idea of like, hey, we're going to shop and support small businesses, uh, and we always do really well at those things, and it helps us make some sales for the year and keeps us going, which is a uh, which is huge, you know. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Narragansett Beer, shout out to Eastern Skate Supply, um, those guys are awesome. And last, I will shout out our YouTube channel. If you're just listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, we also put the podcast up on our YouTube channel. There is a video version, so if you want to see me and Jacob's pretty faces, you can check it out there. And right now, we have our third full-length video, Good Eye. It had just it's just dropped and it is on our YouTube channel. You can watch it now. Uh, pretty I advise cool. you watch it. It's sick. Yeah, hell yeah. Jensen's got a trick in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we're uh, yeah. Did you see it? It was up on Transworld. Yeah. We did the homepage takeover on Transworld. So mm-hmm. the, when you go to skateboarding.com for right a day, the top. yeah, it was web banners. Video was right on the top, and then Thrasher ended up putting it up. On mm-hmm. their site, which is epic. Yeah, was And sick. the Barracks. The Barracks has our video up on I their I know the Barracks. Yeah. So, pretty cool, it's everywhere. Man. <laughs> yeah, heavy, right? <laughs> and we did do it, DVD copies, but we sold out right away, so there's no more. That was that was a couple, like, uh, months back we had DVD copies when we first released it. And then we knew we, we were going to drop it online a little bit later down the road, so... Boys all killed in on that. I hope you guys watch it and get a chance to see it because uh, we worked really hard on this video. It's our third one, third full length, and uh, I'm really proud of it. So It's gnarly. The video, the music selection, and then everyone's parts and just yeah. like... Just the like just the few times I went with you guys to like skate for the uh, Good Eye video, it was like gnarly. Like, like everyone filming. was like... Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like going hard. Yeah. It gets pretty sick. Yeah. Especially... I love filming videos, especially when you get towards like crunch time yeah, when you start to know it's coming together. People get really gnarly. Yeah. It's like you want to get that the That was bangers. so fun. I want to do that again. That was mad fun. Well, dude, we got all summer. Yeah. And now that everyone's quarantined, there's tons of free space out there, dude. Yeah. All the buildings are abandoned. I think we're going to survive. The skateboarders are going to survive this. <laughs> they're going like, to progress. <laughs> I believe so because it's like – it's. I hate to say this. It's kind of like a skateboarder's dream that everybody is inside yeah, and nobody's just- at all these buildings and businesses and you could just rush them. Yeah, we can just venture them. out and yeah. skate wherever we want. Yeah, it's like a wasteland out there. Yeah. I drove around yesterday with Goonan for a while, and we were mm-hmm. just like going to all these spots, and I was like, dude, usually there's security guards. Usually there's some Samaritan that hates us and doesn't want us rolling around, yeah. but we were just lurking and checking it all out, having a good old time, dude. And we were social distancing to the fullest because nobody was out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, and it had me thinking. I was like, dude, if the apocalypse does happen, we're good. Yeah. We might have to wear face masks and shit, <laughs> but like we'll find we'll make use out of all the concrete and abandoned buildings and shit. Like yeah. we'll just the whole world will become a skate park that mm-hmm. we're filming and skating at. Even like even when we went to IKEA, it was like 
no one was there. It was maybe like one or other, two other people. Well, like, it was other skaters. Yeah, it was yeah. skaters. <laughs> just like, that's it, you know? <laughs> so sick. Oh, it just hit my fucking mouth in the mic right there. <laughs> just stuffed this thing down my throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This thing's gnarly. Yeah, these boom arms. I gotta figure out these boom arms. If anybody out there knows how to get these things to work properly, because they're just so finicky. Um, yeah, check out our YouTube channel. If you want to, uh, please subscribe. If you like the content, we put up probably like one to two videos a week and it's all our sessions, whether it's at a skate park or it's out in the streets. It's, uh, a lot of content that we work hard on. So please check out all I need skate on YouTube. All right. We got a bunch of questions. I should probably shout out the Facebook and the Instagram too. Please follow All I Need Skate on Instagram and All I Need Skateboarding on Facebook. That's where these questions come from. So shout out to all you guys who submitted these questions. They're solid-ass questions. You guys helped make this show epic, so thank you so much. You ready, Jensen? I'm ready. I was born ready. Nice. Just straight out, straight out. (laughs) Let's do these questions, bro. All right. Oh, dude, we got new artwork coming for all I need to. I'm working on it. Um, all right, so Angelo Skates says, oh, yeah, Angelo's the man. He wrote, um, should parks, skate parks close because of coronavirus? I'm, I mean, I see like why they're closing. It's like we're supposed to be like social distancing and like not being in groups. So I guess that's their way of like. Closing them down is their way of, like, avoiding that to happen and, like, the stopping, like, the spread of the virus. But, I mean, yeah, it's sad, but I'm sure once this, like, all clears up, they'll reopen. I mean, I think it's for the best. Definitely. Just got to resort to skating the streets now, I guess. Oh, no, not that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of feel the same way, sort of. Like, I think if there's not more than – because right now, literally – I think it's day by day, but I think right now it's like you can be in gatherings less than 10 people, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, like if you go to a park and there's two people there and you show up with two people and you want to skate and there's four people at the park, it's like that should be okay, I would imagine. But maybe there's probably people abusing that and there's like 30 people at a park. I I feel like if you let people like go and skate a park. Give them an inch. If you, yeah, I feel like they'll just abuse it, you know what I'm saying? Give them like, an inch, they'll take they, a mile. Yeah. Like, if there's, like, a few people, there's, like, there's bound to be, like, more people that just come, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I think because skating's so fun and people are itching to be there. I get yeah. it. I get it. Dude, We're in unprecedented times, so I get that they're doing shit like this. It's, it's getting crazy, though. Like, yesterday I went to get uh, something for my mom at Walmart. There's a line to get in now. It, oh, yeah. It was, like, I was waiting outside, and the, it was, like, kind of cold. It was, what like, do you mean there's a line? Is there a line? Like, there's a straight-up line, like, outside. Yeah, but is it is the line because there's so many people that want to go, or because they're, like, They need to, like, people. limit the amount of people, and I had to wait until uh, someone left the building in wow. order for me to get in. It's like a weed dispensary now. <laughs> you ever been to a and weed then, dispensary? You gotta, like, <laughs> so many people come in at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. And then, um... Yeah, and right, so I walk into the line, and I, like, forgot about, like, the six feet, so I, like, walk up mad close to this guy. Oh, the six and he, like, feet, you're saying? Distance? They, and there's also, like, lines on the ground to, like, they separate They tape them you. off, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And I didn't see the line, so I, like, just walked in to, like, the line, and um, this dude, like, 
gave me the dirtiest look. Yeah. And he like walked like forward six feet. He's so like, funny. this motherfucker's not giving me Corona. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Dude. I know. Walmart's crazy in general. Yeah. And you just go to Walmart. You ever go to like a 24 hour Walmart, not- yeah. Walmart past midnight? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, there's all types of people come out of the woodworks. <laughs> yeah, they're saying now it's like recommended to wear face masks and shit just when at, you go into public places. Yeah, at my work, um, we gotta wear a hat, a face mask, and glasses. What are you doing for work again? I'm a housekeeper at a nursing home. Wow. So what's it's the like, atmosphere there? You're still working. Yeah, I'm still working because it's a nursing home. You can't close a nursing home. Shut down. Get out. Yeah, but like. It's like, it's kind of an it's like annoying having to like put everything on, but like it's it's safety precautions. But what's the at- atmosphere like? Are people doing all right? There's no like oh outbreaks. yeah, people, like I mean like a lot of people are talking fre- to the mic, sir. Oh my bad, thanks. <laughs> a lot of people are like freaking out, but like, like it's it's fine in there right now. You know That's what I'm good. saying? Yeah. So you're just doing f- extra safety precautions. Yeah, like yeah. super extra. Smart, smart. And then whenever we go into rooms, we got to put them like these yellow gowns and stuff. What's the yellow gowns? They're like, they're kind of like um, like hazmat suits. No, not not hazmat suits. They're kind of like Johnny's. Like when you go and like yeah, into the doctor's office. Yeah, like uh, scrubs sort of. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of like that, but they're like thin, and you can like rip them off once you put them on. Oh, okay. They're like disposable. Nice. That's yeah. like another safety thing. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, because that's probably like. Yeah, if, a crazy it, spot because they're already in a nursing home. They need help. They're mm-hmm. compromised. I imagine to some degree. So yeah, if they if like the virus got in there, it'd be bad. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy that you work there. Yeah, you get that job through your dad or like my mom. Mom, just yeah. like because your dad works. My in the dad field too, right? Yeah, he works in the field. Health too. field. Yeah, health, they yeah. both. My mom and dad work in the health field. My mom's the activities director. Fa- field. Yeah. yeah. My mom's the activities director in that place that I work, Alden Court. And then my dad works, like, somewhere in New Bedford. I forget the name of it. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, Angelo, shout out. Thanks for the question. You ripped my G. I can't wait to skate again. It's been a while. I would like to hang out with you again. Angelo's cool. Yeah, probably the last lock-in, I feel. Or one of the lock-ins was the last time I hung out with him. Uh, But good question, man. I mean... My heart as a skateboarder is like, ah, don't shut the fucking parks down. Like, we need the parks, mm-hmm. you know, just to skate and not think about all the news and craziness that, like, you can't tell what's up and down or what's truthful and not, you know? You need to go skate and just, like, feel your heartbeat. But I do think that skateboarding is just inherently attra- – it inherently attracts young people. So young people tend to break the rules because why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to test your boundaries. <laughs> so like there's probably going to end up having like 30, 40 people at certain parks and then I could see them wanting to break it up, you know, because you can't yeah. be spreading this shit everywhere. It's intense. So shout out, Angela. Solid question. I feel like when this whole like thing happened, like like when, when it started getting getting into the U.S., they should have like shut like everything down for two weeks. Like had people stay in their houses two weeks. Yeah, I feel like it would like stop from the virus from spreading around here. Yeah, you know I mean this is kind of like an unprecedented thing, so it's like hard to say. But I agree. And and from what I, everything from what I've gathered is that they did the opposite. Yeah, like the Trump administration did the opposite. They denied that it was going to be a big deal. They got rid of certain like agencies that could have handled it, and like. I don't know what's true or not, but that's what I'm reading on certain media channels. 
and um, you know, our They're, politicians are fighting with each other, and they have been fighting with each other for so long. So then, when a pandemic breaks out, you can't tell if it's just them fighting with each other and playing politics for power and influence, or if they're actually telling the truth, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, like, hard. You have to just pay attention to everything and try to gauge what you can gauge as far as what's truthful and not. What, what I find funny... But that would probably have helped. Two weeks, shut down. Yeah. Definitely, right? Yeah, it would, yeah. like, kill the virus. It would just not... Any... It would stop the spread because everyone yeah. would be quarantined and, like... But that's... Think about trying to do that, Jensen. Yeah, I know. That's tough. You can't even stop people going, for, going to skate parks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, Look, they're going to have to bring the military in to stop people, which is, like... Yeah. This is not going to happen. Like, martial law. Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah. Well, what I, like, find, like, funny, kind of, is, like... How, like, we everyone knows it's going to be, like, a long months of this going on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But they're, like, the government's, like, telling us 30 days by 30 days. They're, like, all right, like, this should be good by, like, then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Then yeah. when then, then comes, they're, like, all right, now it's May 4th. Yeah, they right. keep stretching the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's to stop everyone from freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do know. I totally get that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's all you could do if you're in charge is, like, try to be, like, confident but also be honest and try to be, like, yeah, things are going to get better and give deadlines. But then, you know, they're doing what they can do. There's only so much you can do. We're unprecedented. No one knows how to handle this, supposedly. So, yeah. Fucking insane, dude. It is crazy. We out, chill. We out, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> we going to survive, though. We going to survive. Yeah, we're going to be good. Yeah. It, it's tough working in... It's tough, like, working around this time. I don't know. It's, like, scary. Yeah. Because I'm, like, putting myself, like, at yeah. risk working in, like, a place with mad other people. Yeah, you're in, like, the firing line. Yeah. Yeah. The world can't stop for the corona, though. That Shit's is still got to move around, so. Um, here, let me adjust this mic a little bit. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Good. Yeah, try to talk right into it. Hello? Hello? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, there's a lot of people doing that. They just got to go out there and brave it and hope that they don't get it, you know? Yeah. Luckily, it doesn't kill, like, it's killing a lot of people right now, but, like, as far as who it infects and who it kills, it's not, like, most people survive it, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is, like, there's way worse, from what I can gather, is there's, there could have been way worse uh, viruses that that could have way worse fatality rate, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's getting worse, though. Like, if you look at, like, the mortality right now like like i the last time i looked was like last night when i was at work because me and my uncle have an argument and there's one billion people with the like with coronavirus one million it's over a million yeah yeah yeah. and then there's like eighty thousand people dead something like that. worldwide it's like something like that i was looking to america has like the largest numbers right now too yeah they do here I'll, i'll pull something up corona kills some people and hardly affects others how is that possible uh, Americans are almost certainly dying of coronavirus, but being left out of the official death toll. Dude, ev- everything here is just falling apart on this news app. Um, see if I can find it. I f- I know they had numbers. Yeah, they're saying this week Ugh. is going to be the a lot of deaths. Literally, that's what they're saying. Toughest week. Trump warns of toughest week ahead in Corona fight. There will be death. 
the um the people like recovered too like there's not like that many people recovering i don't know from like if you look at like the statistics there's like i don't know there's only like a few percentage of people actually recovered yet you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i hear you who knows okay moving on Boom. Next more question. questions um, yes, I want you to talk about how skateboarding isn't just a hobby and how it is a way of life and how it brings people together. I'm not sure who left that comment, but that's a good one. Mm. You want me to take this one and then when yeah, you, you want to go next? All right. Um, I can only really speak. I mean, I can speak for everyone, but I'm going to speak for myself. Uh, yeah, skateboarding has always been like more than a hobby. I started at like 12, 13, and then I got like hooked into skating super bad. I was like, this is all I want to do. And then from there, it was like a necessity. It wasn't even like a hobby. I never looked at it like that. I was like, this is something I need to do. Like I need to just skate and like this is helping me. It was way more than a hobby. It wasn't like uh, hobbies are just like things you do casually, you know? Like to me, skating is always like overtaken everything in my life where i was like Mm -hmm. this is my main focus for whatever reason you know um and it definitely brings people together man all my friends my lady like everybody in my life i know from skateboarding on some level you know so yeah i mean in the fact that skating is around and there's young kids that are getting into it from like four years old and then there's grandpa skating still like people Mm -hmm. hung on to skating there's generations of skateboarders shows that it's more than just i mean it's a hobby but it's more than just a hobby because it sticks around you know like everybody loves skating on some degree Mm -hmm. Um, what like when i first started skateboarding i like like i i was playing like mad sports when i started and then like i don't know i just love skateboarding so much like it started to overtake like that that became the thing I like love to do, and I like started quitting sports and stuff like that. And like now, like my parents like forced me to do a sport in school, but I'd much rather just like skateboard. You know what I'm saying? Than, yeah. Like, do a sport because that's Why? what I love doing. What's the difference? I don't know. There's like just like stop and feeling. think. Stop right, and think right. for a second. The difference between the sports that you were doing. I don't know. It's like and skateboarding. I feel like skateboarding is like free. Like it's all you. You know what I'm saying? And I love that about it. And like I feel like sports is more like individual you know what i'm saying like it's not individual it's more like team 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 based you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i don't know i just love it yeah and then also like uh like the question said like it brings people together it of course it does like i've met so many new friends like a lot of my best friends are skateboarders like luke mccoy hell yeah luke's a g (laughs) one of my good friends skateboarder met him skateboarding yeah man yeah i agree um I think the main difference between a sport and skateboarding would be that skateboarding has that individual side. Yeah. Whereas sports is mostly sports like, is like team. You play your role. Team. Yeah, and there's coach and it's yeah. like much more controlled and organized. Whereas skateboarding, you can have that side of it where there's a team and you can do all that stuff. But mm-hmm. you could also just take a skateboard out during a pandemic, find a flat ground spot and have hours of fun with yeah. or with, with with others or by yourself yeah. like there's no coach there's no team you don't have to play a certain role you don't want to you're not going to get benched mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like a lot of sports is tough like that like i wanted to play basketball but i didn't make the cut mm-hmm. so it's like all right well 
Yeah, basketball by yourself isn't as fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I used to play football, and I was, I'm like a small kid, and um, I like wouldn't play that much. I was good. Yeah. I, I was definitely good at football, but I don't know. I just didn't play that much, and I like it made me like not enjoy it. And skateboarding, you can do it whenever you want. Like, like you said, there's no getting benched. Like yeah. you can just go out there and do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, football it's free. Seemed, football seemed fun, but definitely that's like you need so much for those sports too. You yeah. need pads. You need a field. You need all the rides to the yeah. fucking games, and you need like it's so much involved. Yeah. I feel like I feel like um, like a lot of organized sports and stuff are a lot of like physically like you have to be like I feel like in football you got to be big. Yeah, basketball you gotta be tall skateboarding there's like tall people there's big people there's small people you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah, yeah. anybody can skateboard there's people with no legs that yeah. kill it dude grind yeah. like 13 stair rails with I, their hands have you seen shit. that blind guy that yeah that's yeah, gnarly people can't even see and they out here tray <laughs> flipping and shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gnarly I know yeah skateboarding is definitely free mm. and it's open to everyone which is cool yeah I love skateboarding Thank God for skateboarding. Or thank whoever you pray to for skateboarding. Facts. Jesus, Jehovah, uh, Buddha. Satan, Buddha, um, Tom Arnold. <laughs> that used to be Roseanne's wife. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Roseanne's husband. <laughs> Roseanne was the man in that relationship for sure. <laughs> Yo, shout out for that question. That was a good one. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I screenshotted your comment, but I didn't get your name. I didn't screenshot that. All right. Shall we move on? We shall. Shall we? The good homie Earl White says, for anyone including you, what's your drive? What motivates you to do what you do? What are your feelings after accomplishing whatever it is you do? You go first. I did. I took right. the first one. I'll just – I'll go with skate. Wait, can you repeat the question? Yes, mind? of course. What's your drive? What motivates you to do what you do? What's your feeling after accomplishing whatever it is you do? All right. I feel like what motivates me, I don't know, I'll like skateboarding, like there's just that feeling when you wake up in the morning and you're like, all right, I want to skate. It's like that like addiction like feeling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I feel like I have to skateboard every day and like I feel like the bad thing about this like pandemic is like, like I feel like when it rains, it's like so killing because like you want to go out and skate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like there's not many places to skate, you know what I'm saying? The only place... We found IKEA. That's a good place. Yeah, but it's under roof. Yeah, yeah. But um, but the rain. It's like you can't go anywhere because it's all wet. But a pandemic, yeah. you can't go anywhere because they're just they're socially yeah. making you feel awkward. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. And then um, <laughs> even though there's no one around and we're out there, but if everyone just goes out and about, you know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And then um, like. What does it feel to uh what motivates you to do what you do? What are uh what are your feelings after accomplishing whatever it is you do? All right, so like what are my feelings after accomplishing it? So like I feel like I'll like in skateboarding like landing a tr- trick that you've been trying to do, like that sense of accomplishment just like drives me to like want to skate more and do better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that like I don't know. Also it's like a sense of like relief like you just did something that you like been trying to do for so long, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even like the other day, I was like on my Instagram. I did like a poll thing where like people send me tricks and I'll do them. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, that's right. And then um, actually, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. some suggestions for tricks and I'll yeah. put them. On even my like even like just like learning a few small tricks, like I did. 
like I don't know that sense of like accomplishment learning those tricks just like drive me to want to do that more you know what I'm saying yeah like learn more that's a huge part of skating like is that you can take some I sound like I'm quoting Mark Johnson but like a lot of people come across this realization he's a legend but um you can take something that's just like pure thought just an idea a dream you're thinking about it you're like you've never even tried it and then you can Mm -hmm. go and apply yourself and try to learn it and you can learn it you know what I mean like that concept of taking an idea and then making it into reality because that we dream like when you when you get hyped on skating and you get the itch to skate all the time you can't stop thinking about skating yeah. especially when you start to learn tricks you, ever, and you like, start to have, realize you it. ever like a dream where you like landed a trick and then you like, i don't know i always have a dreams where i'm like doing like a trick that all the time. i don't know what to do well, like, when i was younger i had more of those dreams but yeah <laughs> You think know. of it and you're like, oh, and then you start dreaming about what you could do it on, and then you wake yeah. up and you're like, I don't know if I can do this or figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, yeah, skating is awesome for that. Um, taking nothing and turning it into something, you know, mm-hmm. just pure thought. It's just like creativity, and then you can go apply all your effort and manifest a fucking trick, which is like, there's not many things you can do like that, you know. One thing I do before I like go to do like a trick that's like either, like, scares me or I'm, like, trying to learn a new trick, is I'll, like, envision... Before I go, I'll, like, envision myself, like, doing the trick, like, first person, like, in my brain. Like, envision it. Yeah, yeah. And it'll, like, help me. I don't know. No, yeah. You gotta see it. You gotta see yourself doing it, and then it'll help you. Yeah. I always say that, like, whenever I'll teach, like, a skateboard lesson, I'm like, yo, look down at your feet, like, because some little kids are skating, they're, like, kind of in the moment so much that they're they forget to pay attention to their actual body. They'll, like, look around or, like, not be paying attention. And I'm like, yo, look down. Look at your feet. Look at your mm-hmm. legs. Look at your hands. Like, you got to see yourself doing it while you're doing it. Yeah. So you can have all angles covered, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, that definitely helps. Um, what drive? What's your drive? My drive is to help skateboarding grow into... That's what drives me. Nowadays, like before it drove drove me was like all the tricks and seeing how far I could take my own skating and seeing like the the heights I could take it, like how big I could grind that thing or if I could do that super hard trick that I dreamt of. But nowadays what drives me is trying to help others do cool stuff in skating, um, the business side of things, like growing all I need and trying to figure out how to run it smoothly and like push that further because then I could help other people if we grow that together, you know, like um, travel drives me a lot because I still want to go out and travel and like watch us yeah. film videos and stuff, film video parts and create videos by traveling and stuff, but mostly just trying to help skateboard and grow because like in, in, in the scheme of things, like, skateboarding's so small compared to other things you could do, like, the industry side of things. So that's, like, what really motivates me is trying to get better at running a brand, a company, try to figure out how to push it to the next level, grow it, and uh, keep helping skateboarding and keep mm-hmm. doing more events, keep creating media, and try to streamline it, streamline, streamline it all and keep it strong and um, so it all works together and helps grow skateboarding you know that's my big motivator and how do i feel after i accomplish something i feel super stoked i get the fire i mean i also like you know we all make mistakes and we all get hurt on our boards but we also make mistakes when you're trying to grow a business or a brand and try to like 
you don't always do things correct, and that fucking sucks. But when you get something right, the fire goes. You're like, oh, I got this right. We're gonna figure this out. It's just like I can't. I lose sleep because I'm too excited when you get when I get something right. I'm like, yeah, all right, that worked. That worked. Yeah, let's keep going. It just like it makes you realize things are possible. So like, if you land a trick, you're like, what? I put all those hours in, and now I got it. Like, yeah. it makes me like go like, yeah, there's nothing stopping us. Let's go. Let's go. All those wins. You know, you got to be like that. You got to take those wins and appreciate them and use them use them you know and when you make mistakes you got to make mistakes realize it feel the pain but then don't let it hold you back just focus on the positive you know yeah um but yeah mostly nowadays what drives me is just like you guys all the people that are involved with all i need that are killing it in world and uh you guys spark me get me so sparked to keep going and then I'm just trying to be useful, like, because I've already done the pro board, the pro sh- parts and the pro board, pro shoe, all that stuff, like, super proud of all that stuff. But now I just, like, feel like I'm more useful and I could help skateboarding more if I'm not, like, the center of attention, if I'm more, like, behind the scenes, like, trying to figure out how to ship boards out to people more efficiently or how to, you know, how to run the business better, you know? Yeah. That's my main focus, really. Uh, shout out to Earl. The G right there. I've been friends with Earl for a while. Constant, constantly killing it, Earl. I don't think I've ever met Earl. He's like a New Bedford local dude. Good dude. Oh, maybe I have. Okay, we got another one. This one's a heavy one, so. I'll see it. Strap in, my friend. I think this was a two-parter, but I only have, I might be wrong about this, but I'll, uh, this one comes from Red Alert Skate Shop. So, been thinking about this lately. With Grasso passing and Phelps, P-Stone, etc., there is inevitably going to be more legends passing just because of their age and where we are at in skating. Who are the new legends going to be? Or can there even be legends anymore? Kind of like once the pioneers are gone, can there really be legends? Feels like there can be more be modern skate icons, but to be a legend is something else. Like, the requirement is you have to be a pioneer and do something that's unpopular, that's risky, and that might not gain you any money or fame. But you do it anyways out of love and passion for what you believe in. But once something becomes mainstream and popularized, the criteria for becoming a legend is sort of a lo- of lost. Interested in hearing others' thoughts on that concept. Holy smokes, it's a long question. <laughs> yes, a heavy one was. Well, first let's start with like RIP to Jeff Grasso because yeah. I know there's a lot of questions. Uh, I've I seen pictures like all over Instagram about that. It's sad. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Grasso was a fucking skateboarder. Yeah. And he was an older skateboarder who hung on to skateboarding and he kept skateboarding his life for a long time. And he had his opinions and he had his perspectives. But overall, I feel like Grasso was just someone who loved skateboarding and was living life, trying to do his best. And uh, he cared a lot about skateboarding. So everything that came out came out from his love for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a legend. Yeah. You know? And Felper, too. R.I.P., man. Yeah. You might disagree with some of this shit these guys say, but. They've lived their life and they're entitled to their opinions and they clearly love skateboarding like us Mm because you – when you turn into a 50-year-old man who still loves skateboarding in this world, it's like you weren't – especially for Felper and Grasso, it wasn't like they were like – 
considered legends. Like they yeah. weren't as skateboarders, but to the average world, they're probably like considered old dudes that still played with skateboards. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they weren't probably like they're not put up on the same pedestal as Michael Jordan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like in their own right, they're like the <laughs> Hessian Michael Jordan of yeah. skateboarding. You know, like they did a lot for skating and they hung on to it, which is fucking amazing because the world will tear it away from you if you let it. Mm-hmm. Um, P Stone too, man. He helped skateboarding a lot, man. With filming and the vibes and his connections, like R.I.P. to these legends. Fucking skateboarding legends, you know. Dude, it's sad. Um, yeah, there's gonna be more and more legends passing because skateboarding's rooted into culture and mainstream. So like everybody skateboards and people appreciate it more than ever now. So. Yeah, more and more people, we're going to be more and more aware of people that pass in skating. I think there can still be legends. Mm-hmm. I think there'll just be different legends for different times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and le- what a legend is in skateboarding is way different than what a legend is in sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Felper was a fucking legend, but if he was on a, he wouldn't even made the team in skate in a sport. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Grasso either. He probably wouldn't have even got on the team because sports is too restrictive. Yeah. So they wouldn't even have a sh- chance at being a legend, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, there'll be more legends, man. I think yeah. the legends will be the people that carry skateboarding forward and do a lot for the community and for the the people around them. Like, those – the people – like, people that own skate shops. I've always felt this way. Like, people that own shops or, like, take the risk to start a skate brand and, like – get a team together and pay the bill to keep the shop going or a skate park, people that own skate parks, like you guys are legendary because that impacts the community directly. You know, like I grew up going to parks, indoor parks in the East Coast, which is huge. You need an indoor park and those people are legends to me because they allowed us to skate, Mm -hmm. kept the lights on. They took the responsibility of running a fucking business. Nobody wants – like – you don't all skateboarders want to just skateboard. They don't want to have to have all the responsibility. Half the reason you get into skateboarding is to like try to get away from the the responsibilities of life. Like go have fun and skate and not have to worry about like adding up numbers and shit. You just want to go have a good time, right? Like yeah. uh it's kind of like creativity and artistic, you know. And like some skateboarders say fuck that too they're like yeah i'm gonna start a park take on the responsibility the stress the bills because the shit's not making them tons of money like they're just scraping by they're small businesses to run a skate brand to run a skate park to run a skate shop it's a small business and someone has to like a lot of people have to support it and have to take on the responsibility of running it like a business you know so Mm -hmm. those people are the legends to me you know what i mean so there'll still be legends, you know? Like JV, shout out JV at Solstice Skate Shop. You're a legend to me, modern day legend. Um, there's tons of you guys out there. Aaron at Crudco, I could just keep going. Guido at Civil, like Bobby at Technical. There's too many awesome people out there that don't get the shine, but they're mm-hmm. legendary. Um, so yeah, I think they'll still be legends and dude, shout out to you, red alert, man. You guys have an awesome indoor park and shop. You're a two piecer over there. You get the shop and the park and you manage to pay those fucking bills somehow. You know what I mean? Like skateboarders don't always want to like kick in the dough either, you know, (laughs) like not just skateboarders, but just young people don't always want to pay to get things, you know? And it's like that money goes into keeping these lights on, mm-hmm. you know, and then keeping us warm in the winter when we yeah. having a safe place to skate, you know. 
So red alert, you guys are legends down there, man. I went to that place like a good month ago. It was fun. Hell nice. yeah. Yeah, I love that place. It's sick seeing like all these new like indoor parks opening and stuff. Like, yeah. Hive open and like it was Shout red out. alert. Yeah. yeah. Charlie at the Hive. You're a legend too, man. Let me just browse this real quick. Something unpopular. I kind of like what he said about, but once something becomes mainstream and popularized, the criteria for becoming a legend is sort of lost. I agree with that, sort of, but I don't know. Just pay attention to people out there that give back to skateboarding. It's easy to take from skateboarding, but it's harder to actually give back to it and help skateboarding grow, you know? Mm -hmm. It's easy if someone just gives you shit and you take it and you're, like, super good and it's, like, people are just giving you stuff and you're just, like, I'm the shit, you know? Like, it's harder to be, like, oh, man, let's, like, let's try to build something here. Let's go build that DIY park because there is no park, so let's create a park. It's hard, Mm -hmm. like, oh, there is no shop where people can come and hang out and we can talk about life and they can buy their products and step on them and check the shapes and try the shoe on, like, yeah. You got to create that, you know? Mm-hmm. If someone handed you a skate shop, it'd be easy. But if you were like, let's go take the risk of getting the loan to start this thing and build it, like that's giving back because you're working at it and you're building it up for other people besides yourself, you know? So, one of my favorite parks is a DIY at the Underpass. Yeah, New Bedford. Fun. Yeah. Super sick. Yeah, those are skateboarders giving back, working hard, building some concrete ramps and making yeah. shit happen. Fucking sick, bro. Legends. Mm hmm. Thanks for that question. Shout out to Red Alert. If you're in New Hampshire and you haven't gone to Red Alert, lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's Hell a yeah. good park. Let me check the news app because something just popped up where I'm talking and I'm always paranoid now because they're like, it's something. Uh, where the fuck was it? You never know if the world just fell apart while we're recording. <laughs> As global cases of COVID-19 passes 1.2 million, President Trump warns the U.S. is worse to come. Wait, where the fuck is it? It's not in there. Dude, I, I was – me and my uncle were reading something yesterday that, like, these people uh, in Harvard, like, they were getting paid by China to, like, create the virus and stuff. And, I've, like – I've heard some shit like that, too. They were getting paid, like, thousands of dollars. I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how truthful that is because, like, why would China get it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless something happened. Well, so, like, I've heard shit, too, that there's a lab in Wuhan, China. Yes, that's there's what There's a I, lab where they actually create these types of things, and, like, it's very super... It's hard to believe anything, dude. Yeah. One thing I do believe is that as good as people are, they can be just as worse. Mm-hmm. Like the worst. Like humans can be great, but we can be the fucking worst yeah. too. You know what I mean? So like, and I know in the past we've gone like nations and individuals have done horrific things in the pursuit of profit. Mm-hmm. So I don't put anything past anyone. <laughs> yeah. You know, but who knows what the fuck is up and down? You know. Dude, it's crazy. Okay. The um, what was I say? Snapper of God. Okay. Um, um, Do you smoke weed at all? No. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> this one's for me then. Burn before, during, or after a sesh? 
before. Before. I like to smoke weed before I skate. Mostly because my knees toast. Like, I have bone-on-bone bone in my left knee. Uh, tore my ACL when I was younger, never got it fixed, and just cartilage wore down over years. And, like, literally, I some days I just, like, can't even bend the fucking thing. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, just hurts. Yeah. So, like, smoke some weed. Doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. Whether that's good or bad, that's for me to decide. Because <laughs> um, now I'm ignoring the pain because I'm high. Aff- you know? Does it, like, like, affect you at all? What? Like, mental- weed? Yeah. Or not like when you're skating, you know what I'm saying? Oh, weed though, yeah. or the pain? Weed. Oh, um, when I smoke weed, it gives me anxiety. I feel, but a proper amount of anxiety. Like yeah. it makes me aware. I'm like, Whew. and I, I'm an overthinker. So like in general, but when I smoke weed. It just kind of makes me aware. I'm like, oh, and I can like kind of feel it. it. Turns it heightens my senses a little bit. Like the way I like interact and perceive the world. Like I just like. And my brain starts going, but then I just like skate and it kind of allows me to be focused on just single things, you know, like I can just mm-hmm. like, if I smoke a little weed and I go ride, I'm just like focused on the feeling of riding around Yeah, and like doing tricks, the basics, you know, my brain's not, it's, 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 it's all over the place. But then when I get on my board, it pulls me into a focus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of heightens everything, and I'm all over, and I get paranoid and anxiety because I'm, like, self-conscious and, like, uh, aware, self-aware. So, like, but then when I step on my board after I smoke some weed, all that shit goes away, and it just allows me to kind of focus on what I'm doing, it being in the moment, you know? But if I just smoke weed and sit around, I just overthink and get too like I get I have to do get, like, something. Anxious. Yeah, I have to do something. I have to use that nervous energy. I think that the nervous energy that comes from smoking weed is a good thing. I think a lot of people need to like we all need to be a little more self aware. When you're self aware, you get nervous. You're like, oh, how could I be better? What could I do? Like, how mm-hmm. what what did that mean when I said that? Or what did I mean when I said that? Or whatever, you know, like yeah. But I got to use it when I get when I get high, and I mostly smoke a little bit of weed before I go skate. And I like to edit when I smoke weed too, because like mm-hmm. then I'm focused on like footage and yeah, the seconds going by with each clip and like lining it up and having music. It's like multiple multiple layers and like it's complex, but it's like I'm in a moment. Yeah, just like skating when you're on your board, you're like you hear things, you see things, you're focused on something, you're exerting yourself. And it just kind of pulls it all into one single focus, which is amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't need it, though. I take breaks from smoking weed a lot because I don't want to be relying on anything. Yeah. Same with coffee, dude. I'll literally take – because coffee's a drug just like marijuana is, you know? Like there's a lot of drugs out there. Sugar is like one of the gnarliest ones. I got to take yeah. breaks from that shit. But um, yeah, I just take breaks occasionally because like it's not good to be in one state of mind all the time. Mm-hmm. You want to be moving through sobriety – and being high, like somewhere in between and be in motion. You don't want to be rigid. Life is moving and you're constantly moving and you don't want to be stuck in one thing, you know? Yeah. Life is a ride. You balance it. You balance the pros and cons and the positive and negatives, you know? I feel. Because sometimes if I'm sober all the time, like if I just stay sober and don't drink or smoke or and I don't skate and use my body, I get fucking insane. You mm-hmm. brain, you like. I get too rigid. I get like, kind of like, uh, angry. I get a lot of anger sometimes because yeah. I'm just like, 
sometimes you work all the time and you have no time to yourself. You have no, like, your thoughts are taken up by other shit that you don't want to think about. It's like sobriety can be a gnarly drug too. Some people stay super sober because they don't want to, like, experiment and that that's how they hang on to reality. But that's not necessarily good either to be too sober because there's not everyone is like that. You know, you got to be able to, like, connect with people, you know? Mm-hmm. And to be able to relate to people too, you know, like if you're just sober and you think that's the only way, and you meet a bunch of people and you're like, "Fuck these dudes," you know, "Fuck yeah. these stoners," and blah, blah, blah. it's easy to like turn someone into like a enemy or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Either which way, you know, if you're a fucking drug addict and you're blaming a bunch of sober people for shit, balance it all out, you know. Yeah, don't be too sober all the time. Don't be too fucking out there, you know. Yeah. It's a fine line. You got to balance, and you got to figure out what's good for you. Some people, no drugs is good for them. Some people, mm-hmm. some drugs is good for them, whether it's weed, coffee, whatever, you know. Our bodies are all made up different. Our minds are wired differently. So it's like you got to gauge for yourself. You got to figure out what's best for you at that time. And those things are going to change too, mm-hmm. you know. Like I used to never smoke weed because I had a lot going on and I didn't really want to drift off. I was trying to hang on to something concrete, and I didn't want to, like, get high and drift off, you know? Yeah. And I was scared, you know? So I didn't smoke weed for years and years and years. And it helped me because I didn't drift off into the fucking delusion land, you know? Mm-hmm. But then as I got older, I was like, all right, I'm, I have different beliefs. I understand who I am a little more. Like, now I can use this instead of letting it use me. Yeah. Same with alcohol, too. You got to be careful with anything you consume in your body. You got to be aware if it's good for you or not and be... Ruth- ruthlessly introspective about your thoughts and your feelings and what's good and what's not good for you. Mm-hmm. It's part of being self-aware. That's the hard part about life. Next question. The threat to pro skateboarders' careers and is there a need still for legitimate pro on a legitimate pro board sponsors these days? Insta, wait, let me keep going. Insta social media means no need for pros and board brands to promote ads or pay people to skate for them. I think he's saying because there's social media and everyone has is their own brand. Is there a need to have like um like an all I need or like a brand where people ride for it and stuff? I feel like yeah, there's a need for like a brand. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like something to skate for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I look at it like this: like everybody has their own social media, right? Like you have your Instagram. Yeah, I have my Instagram. Billy has his. If we build our own audiences, there's going to be overlapping audience, you know. But like we build up our own audience, we can like help. We can come together like Voltron. Yeah, for skateboarding, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like the stronger each of us are, the more we can help each other and we can build something together. Yeah, you know, it's like you're helping each other like grow. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yes, there's actually more need for teams and shops and brands and, like, more people need to team up together that are like-minded or... Yo! Jesus. Someone's peeling out us. <laughs> quarantine 2020, boys. Um, yeah, I feel like there's more need for it, man. Because you can go further with other people. Yeah. I feel. I also feel like a lot of kids, like... Having, like, brands to skate for, you know what I'm saying? That kind of drives them to get better at skateboarding, you know what I'm saying? I do. Not only, not only like, getting better themselves, but, like, they're, like, a lot of kids are, like, oh, I want to sponsor, you know what I'm saying? So they'll, like, do whatever they can to get 
a sponsor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like kind of drives a lot of kids too, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I love that side of it. Yeah. I love that we have like like I started the uh the all I need skate kids like flow program. Yeah. And I found kids that were like, "All right, they can handle this. They're they're young, but they're not going to go too crazy, but they're going to handle it and they like they like supporting all I need and they're working towards being flow and like getting on and doing mm. cool stuff and like having that like having that like um history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz now we have 3 videos. We have three full lengths we put out. We have dudes that rode from the for all I need from the beginning, like Billy and Evan, and now they have pro boards. Mm-hmm. So like they went from literally flow, am, pro. Yeah, and it's like a chain of command, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's rad when you build something together, and it has that like uh, history, and it has that like um, it has steps, you know, that you can yeah. earn your way up and work towards something and do cool stuff together, you know. So yeah. it's like. That's rad. And that comes with starting a brand, you know? Yeah. I feel like also, like, in brands, like, like All I Need, I feel like, personally, like, I look up to, like, the people, like, on All I Need, like, Billy and, like, oh, yeah. Goonin, like, De- uh, Fukuhara. Derek, fuck yeah, Fukuhara. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me, like, want to get better, you know what I'm saying? Like them. Yeah. Dude, same. Yeah. I'm the same way, man. Derek and Timmy and Goonin and Billy and all those dudes inspire me constantly. Yeah. To just keep going. And mm-hmm. the fact that we're all doing it together. It's like, yo, if we just all pull our weight and work hard and try to be our best versions of ourselves and try to grow skateboarding, mm-hmm. we can do that together and then we can do tons of cool stuff together. Yeah. See how far we can take it. Yeah. Like, what's the heights we can get to, you know? Yeah. It gives you, like, a family, too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? definitely. Support system, I was, family. I was also there when um, they were, like, the kids were, like, thinking about, like, oh, we want, like, a little, like team you know what yeah, i'm saying the crew and yeah. then chloe was like all i need kids and i was like yeah she can't that sounds, name. yeah <laughs> i was like i was like that's sick chloe's a g chloe boom boom bro it's tough for like i so like when i started the flow team i'm like look man like i had to tell all the kids i'm like look man like i see your potential you could be like you have a lot of potential yeah but it's gonna take a long time you know what I mean? Like, I'll I'll help you out with some stuff like skateboards and shirts when I can, mm. but know it costs something. It's not free. Yeah. Like, you got to focus on your skating and getting better and focus on connecting with people, making mm. friends, because, like, that's the most important thing. And I was like, everything costs something, whether it's me giving it to you or your mom. It's like your mom had to go work a fucking job. I didn't swear at the kids, but <laughs> your mom had to go work a job to like pay for your shoes and for your boards. And like she has to, or your dad or whoever, they have to work to pay for the gas to get you to certain places and stuff. And it's like, you're so young and the concept of like getting free stuff and being lit 100 sponsored is like, yeah, that's so appealing to kids. They like want that, but they, so like I had to explain to them as an adult, like, look, man, like, this like yeah i'm gonna hook you up and you're gonna be part of the crew and it's a flow program and i'll hook you up with some stuff when i can to show you support but you gotta do the same you gotta Mm -hmm. support the brand you gotta work support the brand by working on your skating by making friends like you gotta do work on your own and it's gonna be a long process like 
to get on to like you're gonna have to get to the point where you're at Jacob's age where he's 17 now and he finally he did all the work of developing and making friends and mm-hmm. like getting a car and having a job and being able to pay your own way so yeah. they can come out on street sessions when they're old enough you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. like you have to explain to him like hey you're little yeah, you have all the potential in the world, but you're just a little person right now. Yeah, you're a kid, and like, there's nothing free in this world. You're gonna have to work for it and keep going, because mm-hmm. that go it can go so wrong, dude. A lot of yeah. people get flow from a company, and they just like it could go right to their head, and they think they're the best ever, and they treat people like shit because they're like, oh, I got hooked up and you didn't, or like, mm-hmm. kids can be ruthless too, as much yeah. as they can be awesome, you know. So it's like, as an adult, we have to take that responsibility and be like, look, man. You guys have all the potential in the world, but you're still developing. You're little. You're 12, whatever. Like, yeah. nothing's free. Like, this shit, I'm hooking. If I'm giving you stickers right now, just know that cost me some money. Mm-hmm. And I had to work a nine to five to get that money to yeah. give you that shirt or that board. Or if it wasn't me and your mom did it for you, it's the same thing because they had to spend their time and effort mm-hmm. to make your dream a reality. And the best thing you can do is work on your skating and your attitude and how you perceive the world. And try to be part of the community of skateboarding. You yeah, know? nothing's given to you like, yeah, on no, a silver platter. Nothing's free. It's all earned. It might seem free, but it's not. It's someone's blood, sweat, and tears. Mm. So to have that conversation with 12-year-olds is a little heavy. Yeah, it is. But I did. I had it with all three of those dudes, Thomas, Anders, and Chloe, all I need skate kids, with their parents there. Mm-hmm. I I just told them I'm like, look, this that is, is what it heavy. is. That's pretty yeah. hard. <laughs> and they're all like clear eyed, seem to understand it. And they, I didn't really feel like they. I kind of picked them because they didn't seem like they would have little ego, crazy ego maniacs. They all seemed like yeah. they just love skating and want to be a part of something cool. Yeah. And they knew it would take a long time, and it'll take a long time to keep going. To they're all three great kids too. Yeah. Right. They're good. Hell yeah. I use you as an example, though. I was like, yeah, yeah, Jacob gets to come out and skate with us because he can afford gas money and a car, and he has a job, and he's responsible, and he's, mm-hmm. like, doing what he needs to do to develop as an adult, you know? Yeah. And that takes a while to do, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. Shout out to Conrad. Conrad. Conrad Furla. Choo-choo-choo. Good homie. Um, did he actually have, I don't even know if he had a question. He just wrote how to summon demons at your local grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) TP mafia is hoarding TP. (laughs) And I believe this says is Nyjah, uh, a tranny, which I think he means like, uh, uh, I think he meant like skate tranny or something. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he's asking if he's like a woman. Like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> if he's transitioning. I don't really know. I think tranny is an offensive word nowadays. Yeah, I don't I really know. Too. I think because it's used I think derogatory, it's like, right? Yeah, I think it's like transgender. Like, yeah, it is transgendered. Yeah. It's when someone changes gender. Yeah. They go from man to woman and woman to man or whatever. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Who the fuck are, who are the fuck are we to tell anyone what they can do with their body, you know? Yeah. As long as they're trying to be healthy and fine you know mm. Nigel might be I don't know I think he's a dude that was a dude grocery stores are wild though that's for sure yeah they're getting wilder yeah definitely oh dude, dude. There, there's like no toilet paper anywhere it's no, bad oh yeah I mean we have some here so legacy of Grasso we already kind of covered that one R.I.P. Yeah. Grasso Rip. I'll say this like I, I Grasso was a little before my time 
he was like the people I look up to. They were like that generation. Um, Grasso was like their the person they looked up to. You know. So I don't really know too much about Grasso. I've like watched his skating and stuff, and it's fucking sick. And then I went back and started watching like love letters and things and interviews he does. And like I said, I just feel like Grasso was a dude who hung on to skateboarding, who loved skateboarding, who pioneered because he grew old and found ways to keep skateboarding in his way, in his life, and he found a way to express himself through skateboarding. Whether you agree or disagree with that, it's on you. But like to me, Grasso is part of the skateboarding family, no matter what. Yeah. He cemented his legendary status in there. Whether he's your favorite skater or you agree with him or not, to a lot of people, people love him. That's why he was around. That's why he had the impact. Legend. Dude, this is a little random, but what like after seeing all those posts I like went on um his Instagram and like looked at his like last post and it was like a video of him and his like kids dancing. Like a like yeah. it was like a day ago. I saw that. And I was like, dang, that's like tough. It's how like, real it is, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I was thinking, like, what if one of my parents, like, passed away when I was younger? Like, it's, it's like, hard. You know yeah, it, it puts things into perspective where you're like, oh, yeah, it's really hard that he passed away, but then you're like, oh, he had kids and a wife, and they're still here. Like, yeah. imagine, you know? It's fucking rough, man. Yeah. On that note, I think we should take a pee-pee break. All right, so We'll come right back. <laughs> <laughs> And just like that, we are back. Back in action. <laughs> All right, back to the question. Trying to get, the... get these damn boom arms out of my face, bro. <laughs> Someone called me out on one of the shows. Like, it'd be a lot better if I could see your face. <laughs> this microphone's just slowly creeping up into my eye line. Yeah, yeah, you're That's good. good. Yeah. All right, next question comes from actually All I Need Skate Kid Flow Anders Maju. He says, "What's your favorite skate video?" Hmm. I like Good Eye. I yeah. thought that was really gnarly. You're not just saying that? Nah, I'm dead ass. <laughs> That's probably one of the best skate videos I've seen. It's also yeah. cool being in a skate video. I was like, "That's sick." <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Well, we did, like, definitely got to get link you up with Sam this summer so you can yeah. get into to, to the next project. Um, mine would be favorite skate video: Photosynthesis, which was an Alien Workshop video, is pretty epic. Minik Mahdi, which was an S video that I really loved. Um, a lot of flip videos. There was like three or four of those in a row that were fucking pretty heavy. Um, there's so many good skate videos, man. Nowadays, they're coming out so fast, it's awesome. Okay. It's OD every day. It's like a dream I know. come true. I was, wi- I was like wake up and I'll like watch like a skate video. What's the... I can't think of the guy's name, but another skate video that I really liked was... Uh, at the end of the video, he, like, kick flips into this, like, it's, like, this big bank. Oh, um, what's the Milton Mar- yes, Milton that guy. Martinez. That skate video is sick. What video was that in? My brain is fucking fried right now. I feel so stupid. Was a, I should know this. I forget the name. He rides for Creature. It wasn't yeah. a Creature video, was it? I don't think it was, no. It was probably a Thrasher video or something. Yeah, it was a Thrasher video. Yeah, that was gnarly. He, he's, like, That's rocking. That's a car wash spot. Yeah. Gons tried to ollie into it a long time ago and like ate so much shit. Damn, brutal. Yeah, this video is sick. Hand- handled it. I I love how he's. I don't know. His like style's sick and his like. I love his like Converse that he like wear. I don't know. I don't see many people skate in Converse. He does. Yeah, sick. I, I mean, know. they have a team. Yeah, they so do. People skating them. Yeah, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Next question. Robbie Bone. The shout out. 
Uxbridge Skate Park. He helped. Have you been to Uxbridge? No, I've never. Oh, we gotta go. It's super I think, fun. Yeah, I think that's like, I don't know. Is that the one you guys all skated in that last YouTube video? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been there yet. Super fun. We'll go. Um, Robbie, Robbie and Bug, they both helped build that park, I believe. Mm. Shout out. Um, easy at home builds so you're able to skate while parks are closed. Do you have anything at your house to skate? Oh yeah, I got a um, I got like a little like quarter, like an OC quarter. Oh, so and then um, OC ramps, right? Yeah, OC ramps, and then I got uh like a little red rail, and it's like it's kind of like it's kind of gnarly. It's like I have like a s- screwdriver like in one of the pin areas <laughs> to hold it <laughs> I have, together. Yeah, I have to like. <laughs> I have to, like, put rocks under it so it's, like, steady and stuff. Classic. But it, it works. <laughs> yeah, that's intense. <laughs> um, At-home builds. Uh, I have a parking lot, basically, a big yeah. parking lot over there, and I have a a round bar that my friend Jared welded for me. I'm not – I can't really build anything. But you can buy – you can get – not buy, but you can uh, download quarter pipe templates off – online yeah you can and literally measure it all out and build like a little quarter pipe or something just to get you through the pandemic you know yeah me and my dad built like a uh, box i also that up yeah i also have that at my house billy's building a box right now yeah. um trying to get him to bring it to uh, ikea to shred but, i feel that'd yeah, be sick. build a box square mm-hmm. get your summons your inner jesus christ and become a carpenter and <laughs> figure that shit out you know yeah the box is pretty nice Legend. like built it good hell yeah that's pretty sick that you and your dad built a box together. That's <laughs> we also like built like a we built like a half pipe. It's like we need like a lot of work on it, but like yeah, it's a half pipe. It's there. You can skate it. Yeah, I can skate it. I have like videos of me on my Instagram skating it. Yeah, I think I've like, seen them. Yeah, yeah, okay, sick. All right, next question: Are the states that have the highest um, coronavirus cases states that didn't vote for Trump? <laughs> I think that's a jab at politics. Mm. Um, who knows? Yeah, politicians are fighting against each other, and who knows what they're trying to say or do? You know? Yeah, shitty that that's a reality. Yeah, you know. I personally like Trump. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like care for him. I don't know. I'm young, so I like. I don't have. I don't. I've like. I'm about to vote next year, but like, I don't know. I don't really follow politics that much. Yeah. I, I don't, like, I'm 37, and I don't trust any of them. Yeah. I know that people got to do it, and we got to have this system, and it's important, you know? Like, we need people to do that. But I feel like the system itself is, like, so bought up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I have more faith in individuals, you know, and, like, people that work jobs and, like, all those people. Like, the politicians themselves, no matter what side they're on, left or right, I just, like, I've... <sighs> Hardly, they should work for us, and I don't feel like I have to work for them. Like, here's my thing about Trump: he doesn't need my support. Much like Nyjah, doesn't need my support. Mm-hmm. He's already won everything. He's yeah. got it. He's on the top of the mountain. He's in the highest office. If anything, not with Nyjah, but with Trump, it's like if anything, just watch him, criticize at least. Maybe don't like be ruthless about it, but like watch people in power and yeah. make sure they're doing the right things. They don't necessarily need you to support them, like blindly support them just because. The problem with Trump that bothers me, and any politician, like I, I'm not Republican or Democrat or any of it. Like I, I'm a skateboarder first, 
before any of those fucking teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, the pro- one of the problems with Trump that bothers me is that people – he's branded his sl- – his whole brand is make America great again. Keep America great. So if you disagree with him, they just say that you don't want America to be great. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but then like disagree with him like, and then a pandemic breaks out. It's like now things aren't so great. Yeah. Like you were just saying everything was great all the time. And I get that you want to be positive and people want to be positive and like, like, yeah, let's make things great. It's like, yeah, let's make things great, but also let's prepare for the worst. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Let's not just keep telling all these people things are great and the other sides are idiots and like they're like causing fights and it's like a broken family. I grew mm-hmm. up in a broken family. Yeah. And that's what politics is right now. It's a broken fucking family. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are fighting. Causing problems. Yeah. And they're the fucking adults, supposedly. Figure mm-hmm. it out. That's a cool like, way to think about it. It is, though. It's like we're all supposed to be one big family. It's different temperaments, too. Politics is Republican and Democrat. It's like walls or no walls. Mm-hmm. Boundaries or no boundaries. Plus, you know with, I mean? like, all the elections coming up, they're like... I feel like that's, like, pushing it, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People play... Dude, it's, it's all grab over money and power. I feel, like, insane, I feel like this is such a bad time to have the, uh, coronavirus. like, coronavirus. Yeah. Like, the Olympics were coming up. Like, skateboarding was about to be in the Olympics. And, like, all this other stuff. Like, elections. I don't know. Just bad. Yeah. It's just the testament to if you neglect uh, one side of things. Like, you have to be well balanced. So, if we neglect our... If we're all industry and money and numbers, but we neglect our mental health... And our physical health. It's mm. like, Corsus is coming. Yeah. If you tell everyone everything's great and we have the greatest and we're the richest, richest, rich, greatest, greatest ever, greatest. And like, meanwhile, there's tons of people that have no health care and there's a lot of mental health issues going around and people are addicted to drugs and like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you have to take care of all sides of things. We got to balance this out together. Meanwhile, you fuckers are just fighting over whether there's a wall or no wall. It's like the truth is always in the middle. Yeah. You both are right on some levels and you're both wrong on some levels. Mm-hmm. Fucking admit that and work together. Yeah. But it's like fucking instead they're just fighting over power, who's going to get elected, what side's going to have control and have the say and like and they're all their egos and like it's just a broken family, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I just Politics, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this thank the, God for skateboarding. <laughs> the pandemic like has like helped I saw it's like if you read there's like stuff about like how it helps the environment and like I know. I also read this thing how That's it some baby shit to say, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. I also re- The wolves are coming back. <laughs> yeah. It's I also saw this thing where it's like it like shows all these good things that's like happening to the environment now that we like can't be outside, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like maybe we're the disease, maybe we're the problem. We're you know the virus. Saying? I'm team human though. I am team human. There too. has to be we a were balance. Talking about this. Yeah, there has to be a balance. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't nature's trying to kill us, Jacob. True. All the time. <laughs> Literally, that's why we build houses. It's yeah. shelter to save yourself from yeah. dying from nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a balance. The thing is, we'll, us humans have the responsibility because we are we have consciousness. So since we have consciousness and most other animals don't have like the level of consciousness or perception that we have, 
we have extra responsibility. We're stewards of the land because mm-hmm. we're aware. We have thumbs and we can impact our world. Yeah. Literally impact it. Global warming and we can move mountains and build industries and cities and fucking – so like – yeah, nature's just trying to get rid of us. That's what nature does. That's why nature's ruthless. That's why animals die early and they die ruthlessly. And it's like everybody's like, you don't want to go back to living that way. We want to be like we're we're survivalists. Like we're supposed to be doing what we're doing. Humans have the responsibility of trying to balance this thing out, and it's because we're aware mm-hmm. of what's going on, and other people are just part of it. Like animals are, are more just part of nature, whereas we're like disconnected from nature. To yeah. some degree. We are nature. Like, we have a human nature, but, like, we also fuck with nature. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dogs just live dog lives. Yeah, they just you chill. know what I mean? They're not, like, polluting the air and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's a balancing act. I love my life. I love humans. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think we're the plague of the earth. Mm-hmm. But we can be if we don't fucking yeah. handle our responsibility. Our responsibility is to learn from our ignorance and figure out how to balance this thing out and how to like build sustainable industries where we can be in harmony with the earth instead of like opposed to it mm-hmm. or at odds with it. And that's the problem when you go around just thinking like everything's one-sided and you can just neglect certain sides of life. It's like everything has to – everything's in balance, dude. It's a very fragile system, man, and you can tell when – you know, like industry stops when people are sick. You can't have – all your millions of dollars when no one can buy shit or go outside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You should probably plan for healthcare and get make sure your base is covered. Like humans can not have to worry about pandemics. Yeah. It's wild. And do you know what scares me? You know have you ever seen like people like like religious people like talking about like how like this is a part and like the test. The they do that every time. Every time something bad happens, there's they're religious like, people that come yeah, out. Revelations. Like, the world is falling. We deserve it. This is the <laughs> wrath of God. <laughs> right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Every time, dude. You can't even turn on the radio without like hearing something about something that. <laughs> God is coming. Jesus predicted this. You're all sinners. I know. I know. It's like not the time, bro. Not the time. <laughs> I'm not really religious, but, like, there's a lot of good things in the Bible, and there's a lot of good things about religion. There's pros and cons to everything, you know? Um, I do believe that we reap what we sow, and some of this is we we got what we we had coming to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you neglect something and you sweep it on a rug, it's still there. Mm -hmm. If you lie, but you think you're right... It's still a lie. Yeah. You just distorted reality because now you're lying to yourself, so you don't even know what your actual words mean. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like when yeah, you get man. when you lie to someone and you believe your lie, that's yeah. the worst case scenario. Yeah. Because now you've distorted your own truth, your own words, you know? Mm-hmm. Like people do all the time. Religion talks about that type of thing, like, you know, try to keep your word, mean what you say, like it's uh Trying to help people be the better version of themselves. But everything can go too far, you know? Yeah. Even religion goes too far, you know? But, um, yeah, I don't know where it's going with that. But yeah, humans definitely, like, we 
we don't pay the bills when we should. We don't fix our brakes when we should, and then shit happens. And then you could either be like, oh, why does this shit always happen to me? Or you could go, oh, it's happened because I neglected that, and I didn't think of that, and I put that under the rug because I didn't want to face that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that sucks because not it's it, not everyone wants to be on the ride all the time. Sometimes you just need escape, you know. That's what I like about skating. It's like when life gets so heavy and you're like, I've just been working all the time, and like, because life wants you to conform. It wants you to be part of a system and be a good part of the system, get into the mainstream and be like a help the system run, you know. Yeah. But humans are little radicals. They're little heartbeats and little fucking energy bursts, and like, it's not. We're not meant to just be organized and, you know what I mean? Like, it's like we're creative and expressive and random and not good for the system, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you just, like, got to find a balance. Like, I work really hard, try to add up numbers, be organized, but then I need those days where I'm like, oh, I just want to go fucking crazy, <laughs> you know? And skating helps me get to those days where I'm like, I don't have to think about being organized, being fucking this, that, and all the pressures, and you just go have fun and expressive yeah. and laugh and be, like, silly, you know? Like, comical and shit. It's like, uh, that's why they're trying to do the whole automation thing. Like, they want robots to do the jobs that we don't want to do. Because mm-hmm. people work jobs they don't give a fuck about because they're not yeah. challenging, they're too repetitive, and they they don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like just working some job you could give two shits about, and it takes up your whole life when you really want to go be in a play or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. humans are creative and expressive. The majority are like we just want to have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Life's not set up that way, though. It's like set up... It's evolving, though. It's evolving. Yeah. Let me see. Next question. Next question. Apparently, Trump is taking it out on the states that didn't vote for him by sending them broken breathing machines in an NYC case, just telling them to fuck themselves for a few weeks by disagreeing with the governor and saying that they do have plenty of supplies, and if people weren't stealing it, before sending a medical ship like a week later, is he really that petty to let people die in the states that didn't vote for him like this? I put nothing past uh, humans. We're capable of great things, but we're capable of the worst. And uh, whether I like Trump or not, I don't put it past him. <laughs> I don't put him past him doing that at all. Yeah. I don't know the truth, but who knows? You never know what's true nowadays. Yeah, you can You can know truth, but it's just got to be like, you got to look inward to find it. And you got to just like, you got to test yourself so you understand what your words mean and be open-minded enough. And then you can try to have some resemblance of a truth, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really hard, man. Haggernauts. What up? Dickie J's out there, my G's. He writes, human tastes for flesh killing the planet, animal, agriculture, more emissions than all cars combined. God, this is a heavy episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting the craziest questions. The whole weight of the world is on this podcast. (laughs) We're getting some satanic questions. That might be the title, weight of the world. (laughs) All I need podcast. (laughs) I think that like... Life is so crazy right now, right? So, like, we have this layer added on top of us now of the internet 
So like information, we're in the information age. So information can spread instantly. So all our ideas and voices and craziness and everything, the whole human experience is moving so fast now because we're so connected with this network, which is the internet, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's another layer on top of experience now. Um, So with that, though, it's like having a mirror put in front of you, which we didn't have. And with that comes the good and the bad and the ugly. So we can see our mistakes and our arrogance and our inadequacies and all that stuff. And I think we're going to have to face all that shit moving forward more than we ever have in the past. So hang on. And uh, yeah, um, agricultural, like all the animal meat that we are um, consuming and polluting this air and all that stuff. Like some people don't even believe in global warming or that humans have an impact on the environment and all that stuff. Um, I know there's things we can do better and hopefully we work towards it. They're trying to figure it out. And if you start with your own life and try to be better about it, that's the best you can do, you know? Yeah. Like if you feel really strongly against like um, big big companies like locking cows up and slaughtering them and fucking being reckless and whatnot, then make the choice in your life to not be part of a system, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's all you can really do is like judge it like that. I feel like this generation or like my generation is probably going to be like one of the better generations when it comes to like environmental stuff like – we're like, there's more like, you see more like solar panels and stuff like that. And like, like wind, uh, energy systems, you know what I'm saying? Well, so that, I hope that's like, true, but ho- hopefully that's just because of the generation before is pushing it towards that. And then you guys adopt it and push it because we, you know, like yeah. it, hopefully it keeps going that way, you know? Yeah. I feel like recycling is like a big thing that's like happened throughout my generation and yeah. like, uh, well, it's been going on ele- in my generation too. People True. recycling, you know. True, it's a progress. Yeah, and We're connected, like, bro. And like electric cars. I don't know. I feel like we're not there yet, but hopefully, yeah, they they have we're, them out there, but we're not completely there yet. Yeah, people the still car, filling up their tanks. Yeah, like Tesla and all that. I yeah. feel like Tesla though. Like what I heard is like it's not it's like equally as bad for the environment for like some odd reason because they're like yeah like making, the material they make to, to material they gather to get the to to get the batteries or yeah. something it's like there's That's always right. a reaction to everything you know yeah i don't know yeah i don't know enough about any of it really i do know yeah. that gas is like a dollar something right now and it yeah, costs no, less nice. than 20 dollars to fill up my tank yeah crazy gas is good right now we could live in paradise, and we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, good question, Dickie J. Thank you. Oh, he's saying uh, healthy plant-based alternatives and why it's important to reinvent the American diet. Um, I love vegetables. So good. But even with that, those big farms that do all those vegetables and stuff, it, it kills so much life. Yeah, they they have machines that gather all that shit up and kill all the rodents and rodents and deplete the earth of its fucking shit. So like, there's drawbacks to that. The American diet could definitely improve because there's too many fucking nooses around to hang yourself. Every other corner, there's fucking fast food and sugar and just yeah. like filler shit that's probably not that's giving us cancer that we don't know about. And yeah. the restrictions because business and people want to make profit. Like it's such a slippery slope. 
feel like that's half the reason we have the issue with this pandemic right now is because when you're pulling yourself out of poverty as a nation, you relax the restrictions on what you can do to make profit. America mm-hmm. did this. We loosened all our restrictions on businesses so they could do whatever to make profit and pull the country out of pro- poverty. Mm-hmm. And it went too far. Extreme capitalism. China's kind of doing the same thing right now. They have billions of people, and they're like loosening their regulations on what you can and can't do to the point where they embrace these wet markets, and the wet markets are all these fucking exotic animals, and they're all on top of each other shitting and pissing, and then the fucking virus jumps from an animal to a human. Mm-hmm. And it's like because there wasn't enough regulation. It yeah. goes back to walls or no walls. Boundaries or no boundaries. Restrictions, no restrictions. Everything's free. The truth is in the middle. Yeah. You know? I don't know, man. It's so crazy getting older, man, and just realizing like all this shit you have to pay attention to and you have to form ideas. And it's like shit that it's like you just want to ignore, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's life. You got to kind of pay attention. Okay, social distancing at skate parks so the town doesn't shut them down. We already talked about that, right? Yeah, we did. Thanks, Ryan. It's kind of like crazy. I don't know. This is random, but it kind of like builds on what you're saying. Is like, like right now I'm like 17. I have like a car. I'm gonna have a job now. It's like wild to like think about like how it used to be like a I used to be like a kid and like have like crazy dreams about like doing like crazy things you know what i'm saying yeah now i like gotta worry about money and like all that and like i don't know and like my like job my car yeah um, yeah yeah you you got the world wants you to have like you got to take responsibility in some aspects because nothing's free so you got to pay your way and you got to like care you got to take care for your own life so you're not a burden on it and Mm -hmm. with that you got to take on responsibilities, you know, yeah. so you got to get a job, you know, or you got to yeah. find a way to pay for certain things. That way your parents don't have to keep paying for you as you get older. Like they had to do that. They brought you in and then they had to pay for their way yeah. so they could bring you in. And then when you came in, they had to pay for you to hit 18. And once you're 18, you can figure out how to cover your needs, you know, like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like growing up. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like once <laughs> I feel like like. I feel like once you get a job and a car, you're like an adult. Like you just feel like more adult. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you're an adult, but you feel like one. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm. I don't know. It's like stuff that I thought I'd never do. Yeah. I'm doing. It's yeah. Like <laughs> you're doing a good job too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding my weight. <laughs> yeah, man. This life is crazy, dude. I was just talking to someone last night, and I was like, dude, I've been alive for 37 years. Lost so like I lost my father at twelve, which is like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was like into drugs and substance abuse, and that was dealing with that was intense. And then we went, and then we went through a recession, nine eleven, and now we're going on a pandemic, which yeah. may lead to another recession. Like thinking about the span of thirty seven years, I'm like, dude, if I make it another thirty seven years, like what the fuck could happen? <laughs> like I've already been through recession, pandemics, death. Like what else can go on? You know, and it's inevitably it's going to be more. You know, more mm-hmm. of that shit. Yeah. But also on top of all that, there's been nothing. There's been like everything in between every day. There's been such joy and happiness and pleasure and friends and community. Like. That's what really fuels me. Like you gotta, we gotta focus on those positive things because those are gonna be the things that carry us through pandemics and shit like that. Yeah. Like the people that we fall in love with and the things that we love, like skating and our passions and our 
art and our creativity and the to me humans are the real currency like you know because mm-hmm. we decide what has value yeah each of us does we c- can create value with like what we put our time and effort into like if you love something pay attention to it use your attention you know that's what everyone's advertising as your attention you know mm-hmm. so use your attention and focus on the things you love and the people you love and that's where the value is you know nice next question next question <laughs> this is mr daniel turnball who is a g and actually just um supported the chloe collection which i should have plugged in the beginning but shout out to little chloe all i need skate kid uh flow rider she has her own all i need collection uh four different pieces we got a windbreaker a fucking uh purple hoodie which i got a nice polo tee and then a normal t-shirt um all with her little bird design that she drew and looks really awesome. And we have some yeah. stickers too that I'm going to throw in each order. But um, he asks, the growing interest in world industries around the world. Uh, what, what do you think of world industries? I When I was a kid, my first shoe that I ever skateboarded was world industries. Really? Yeah. Wow. I went in to like some... It was it was like a random place in the mall. It was like a shoe store. Yeah. And I got like they were like green. I like specifically remember they were like green and black. And yes. I loved them, bro. And I like <laughs> I'd always like get that shoe. And then when they went out of business and there was like no more world industries, I was like, What do I skate now? Like yeah. I thought that was like the only skateboarding shoe. <laughs> and That's then so um, funny. <laughs> and then uh yeah. And then it's so cool like like meeting you and like knowing like that you like are big, like you're a big part of world industries, and like I don't know, it's just cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. And um, they're like coming back. It's cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. World industries is killing it, man. Uh, we got new artwork being made right now. We have boards out. We have apparel. We do have some shoes. The shoes are going to come out. There's going to be more shoes coming out in the future as well. Um, I love that people are world industries is like. The perfect brand for right now. The world needs World Industries right now because it's just like um, there's no rules on that brand. And it can convey any message. It can do whatever right now in these crazy times. It's like Mm -hmm. you need a brand like that that's not pigeonholed in any corner. world's not. It could do whatever. It's like it breaks all the rules intentionally, you know? Mm -hmm. You kind of need something like that right now. Especially when politicians and all that shit, like, you gotta be able to mock all that shit. People, like, I, we made a Trump board. We made two Trump boards now. One, he's yeah. tail whipping on a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> it says world industries is going to hell. <laughs> so many Trump supporters got pissed about that. But it's like, dude, you need to be able to fucking watch powerful people and criticize them and make fun of them. Because if you can't, then you have a fucking tyrant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't need my support. If anything, like, I'm gonna watch that dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not my leader. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he works for us, motherfuckers. Yeah. Let's not forget the role. Yeah, world's killing it, dude. And if you check out worldindustries.com, there's a bunch of stuff on there, man. New boards, new art. Um, there's apparel out there. And it all supports all I need because we distribute um, the decks. So if you cop world, it helps with all I need as well. So good looks, my G's. And we have, we're building a skate team, working on some video projects. I'm trying to get Kevin and Sammy to do the World Industries podcast, which I think would be sick, and the world needs that right now. Uh, we could work on the world. We have a world YouTube channel that we're trying to work on right now. 
Um, yeah, and people love the brand. Yeah. It's been around for 30 years. So much history. So good, much artwork. It's a good brand. Fuck yeah. I love, like, the artwork. Like, I don't know. You never know where, like, it's going to go next. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. I love that, too. Um, Josh LaCourse throws out Jeff Grasso's legacy and his impact on skating, which we covered. Yeah. R.I.P. My G. Jeff Grasso. Skateboarding family. Next one. Also, what skate companies are negatively changing the image of skating? Whew. Are I'm, there any companies out here that you're like, these are shitty for skating? Um, I feel like... I'm trying to think. I feel like... um, I don't know. I don't think, like, companies are, like, negative... So, say, like, negatively impacting skateboarding, but, like, I feel like, um... Probably, like... Nike, I feel like they take over, like, a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like they're trying to, like, take over, like, big brand skateboarding in, like, some sort of way, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. I think I that's like, kind of like, uh, it's kind of like the, our whole footwear thing is in trouble because of, like, big corporate brands came in with money and resources and they just muscled their way in and a lot of brands died because of that, a lot of skate brands, skaters doing the footwear stuff. Um, I guess the devil devil's advocate side of that is that Nike, Converse, New Balance, Adidas, all those brands hook up skaters too and have skate teams and shit, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean any brand out there that's misleading little kids, like I, I, there's brands out there that reach out to kids and is like, oh, you can be part of our team if you buy our shit, basically. You know what yeah. I mean? And like. And then they never talk to the kid. There's no, like, real connection. They're just trying to get the kid to buy something, ask their parents for fucking to go buy shit from their brand, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a brand and you're involved in skating, you should throw skate events, film people, like, do all types of stuff to help lift up skateboarding, you know? Yeah. And that's where the support will come from because you'll add value to skating and then people want to give you the money because they know – a good portion of that's going back into skating and helping the skateboard community. You know, like with all I need, I focus on events because we do the fall brawl in New England Am. People love to be a part of that. We film those and create a memory every year, and we have a history and legacy with that. Uh, the vlogs, we film everybody, and everyone's a mm-hmm. part of it. Like if you hang out with me and we're skating and filming, and even if I don't know you, if you're ripping, I try to turn the camera on you if I can. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I tried to like put the light on skateboarders and skating help, but there are brands out there that are just profit driven, trying to scam people, shit like that. I don't need to name names, but just be aware of it. Yeah, you know, and definitely the footwear thing, man. Like those people, those brands, they do some good for skating, but there's also a adverse reaction where they hurt a lot of skateboarding and skate shops too. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of shops that have had problems with those big brands, you know. Yeah. The game's changing, my friends. The game Hang is on. changing. I feel like a lot of like brands that didn't that like I don't know. I feel like a lot of brands that are trying to be skateboarding brands that weren't skateboarding brands before. I don't know. I feel like they're like kind of ruining it. They're trying know. to get in on it, yeah, because they think it's like a profit scheme making yeah. thing. They're trying to hit a demographic, yeah. yeah. Turns into numbers. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's my ML. El- yeah, and my lady of course isn't isn't talking to the dogs at all. She's just like <laughs> ignoring them. them. <laughs> Emma's probably at the window right now, freaking out because there's another dog walking by. <laughs> Nothing you can do. All right, next question: 
is skateboarding a sport slash art form slash lifestyle or just a way for us to never grow up? That's from Scott Listenfelt. I feel like it's whatever you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Nailed it. That's I've, what I was going to say. Yeah. Like Nowadays, it's open to anybody. If you yeah. want to be a jock in skateboard, go right the fuck ahead. If you want to be an art nerd freak person, someone by yourself, yeah. uh, just a piece of wooden wheels. So whatever you apply to it is mm-hmm. what it is. I feel like there's so much opportunity that like has opened up in skateboarding like yeah. throughout years of it being a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Skateboarding is whatever you want it to be. For me... At times, it's uh, an escape. I get to escape shit and just have fun. You know? Yeah. But then at other times, skateboarding is responsibility. Like when I skate with like the all I need skate kids, mm-hmm. I have to be like the older dude who understands skating and conveys that to them in some capacity. You know? Yeah. I have to be more of an adult about it. It's not really an escape at that point. So mm-hmm. it just depends, you know, where you're at, who you're with. Next question. What has been the most successful game plan while running your online shop? What has been the most successful game plan while running your online shop? Okay, so this is a solid question, and this one is from Shotgun Shells. Thank you. So right now, pandemic's going down. Everyone's locked up indoors. All the brick and mortars are closed. People are being told to stay inside. There's not much business going on, right? It's kind mm-hmm. of standstill. But things have been moving online, which is amazing. Let me first just say thank you to anybody out there that has supported all I need online because those sales help us keep going because we spend a lot of money with, to, to have graphics come out and we buy inventory and it just sits there when a pandemic happens and shops can't sell it. And like so like to have people buying it online is like helping me – not stress out and think yeah. about like all the money lost and all the shit that like, you know, yeah. you're like got to pay bills. Everything yeah, costs something. You know, I have to pay for to put my machines, my skateboard machines in the building. I have to pay rent, you know, mm-hmm. shit ain't selling. Don't know how I'm going to pay that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses like that. All they need is a small business. We are a small business and we, we rely on the people's support, people that love skateboarding and see that we put our money back into skating. Your support means the world to us. So my game plan, as it's been from the beginning, is to be good to skateboarders and skateboarding. Hence the reason why I started this podcast, so I could talk to skaters, get different perspectives, give a platform for people that own shops, own brand, kids that are flow and pro, the average skateboarder. Come on the show. We can all connect, understand each other, spread ideas, inspire each other. That was my way, and that's an online thing you can do to connect with each other, to skateboarders and skateboarding, and keep something moving, you know, and yeah. to build up audiences and platforms for skateboarders to use, you know. Mm-hmm. So people like I've been building this podcast. This podcast has been going for almost a dozen years, and you're a young kid, and now you get to reach the audience, yeah, just and they get to meet you, which mm-hmm. is a cool thing. So that's something I've been focused on from the beginning is building um, an audience. That I could that could keep me in check, keep me humble, and we can go back and forth, and I can talk to them, and they can give us questions and ideas, and make us think, and vice versa. So that's a good way to connect with people. Uh, YouTube channel that seems to be a big one, man. I love the 
building the channel together and filming each other and connecting with everyone and uh that's another thing you can work on while there's like not much business and that can help drive sales online because if someone listens to a podcast episode and they like you they might want to support you and buy your pro model one day or if they watch the vlogs and they see that yo this is what i'm about i like how they do this i like their approach i like their expression i like all this they might want to support the movement you know Mm-hmm. And that can be money going right back into more skateboards and more apparel and more trips and more films and more videos and more memories and more hooking other people up and like moving it forward and more flow, pro art, more art being made. Like, So industry shut down, but there's a lot of things you can do online. If you're a skate shop, make sure you have that online shop up and going. That way you can still connect with your consumers, figure out a way to make content that is fun for you to create and that is engaging and and that way you can keep it going. So like whether it's a podcast or creating videos or whatever, whether it's just videos, 10 second videos on your Instagram or TikTok or whatever the fuck the platform is, just find ways to engage with like-minded people online so that you can keep that connection and then make sure you have that digital shop if your brick and mortar is shut down. So that's that's kind of been my whole game plan since I started. All I need was like, how do I connect to people so I can find those true skaters out there that love skating and they'll see like all this is for skateboarding, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's all you can really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the internet has saved small businesses too. You know what I'm saying? And like it can. business. Yeah, it definitely can. Definitely yeah. help. Yeah. It's allowed us to at least have uh, audience, you know? You yeah. can build audiences through through your social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that would be my game plan. Just focus on some online content where you can connect with consumers, skateboarders, you know, you can connect with people that are into the same thing and will support your brand or your shop or your park or whatever and find some sort of content that is authentic to you that you enjoy doing. Because if you create something just for more numbers and likes and all that shit – it's not going to last unless you actually enjoy it, you know? Like, I could put out 10 podcasts a week, but then it would just be a fucking job and it wouldn't be fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out what you can create if you actually enjoy it and how often you can do it, you know? We all got to figure these things out. Um, Let's see. Another one. You want another one? Yeah. Oh, this was kind of like a similar one. Let me just read through these. Tell people why they need to stay out of skate parks that are closed right now because of viruses. They are all closed in NYC. Um, stay out of the skate park if it's crowded because you'll spread the virus. Two, shout out to me and tell shout out to me and tell them all to support small companies like Devil Street Decks out of Manhattan. There's your shout out, my G. Uh, <laughs> tell people to stay safe and not to drink too much. Drinking a lot. Every day dehydrates your muscles and makes it easier to rip, tear, strain, or pull a muscle. Yeah, don't drink a lot. Drink. I like to drink to celebrate, not yeah. party. <laughs> Do you like to drink? No, I don't drink. Well, there you go. So, Chilling. Yeah. Um, don't drink too much. Sometimes there's worth having a drink, but not all the time. Um, number four, I thought of a segment for you. All I need how-to videos featuring random skaters like local dudes or team riders. Seriously sounds like a good community interaction with your company to bond more. I feel like we're already doing that. Number five, have you ever done a heel or kickflip out of a nollie crook you like to do? Uh, I've never done it. 
anything out of a Nolly Crook besides a Nolly Crook? Yeah. Can you Nolly Crook? Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah. What do you mean you think so? Can you? Have yeah. You? I, a Nolly Crook grind? Like you like pop Nolly? Yeah, into a Crook grind. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, okay. Well. I felt like a Nolly amateur. Crook. Like you jump into it. <laughs> no, you got a Nolly up into a Crook grind. <laughs> um, tell dudes why Jeff Grosso's skating shapes, skating besides his fuck you attitude. Okay, shout out to all the people like me who have been working six to seven days, 10-hour shifts to keep tractor trailers full for these stores. Food warehouses are fucking insane right now. No days off are a hassle. And shout out to all the AMs for killing it lately. The competition for everyone to be good enough for pro is insane. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. All the people driving trucks right now and stocking all the grocery stores and stuff is pretty wild. It's probably yeah. madness right now. Yeah. Yesterday, when I went to Walmart, again, like I said. Choo-choo, and then um, Walmart's going to sponsor this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was, like, this person. I kid you not. This person had three shopping carts full of stuff. Really? And he just, his car looked like a, the car looked like the store, bro. <laughs> like, there was, like, stuff everywhere in his car. He was, like, cramming it all into, like, little compartments. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, just hoarding it all, bro. <laughs> Fuck. It was bad. Um, Plaza Skate Park says, do you think it's good or bad to watch gnarly bales in skateboarding? I think, I don't know. I, I love watching gnarly bales in skateboarding, <laughs> personally. <laughs> you look like you would. <laughs> it's mad funny. You, the other day when we skated, you're like, you didn't even ask me to send you the make. You asked me to send you the bale. The fucking slam. <laughs> Dude, I love slams. I feel like a slam is like a good clip. You know yeah, what I'm it is. Too? It's Definitely. like, like you fell, but like if it's a good fall, like it's that's a clip. A make, yeah. yeah, it's a make. It's entertainment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a uh, Halloween on Thrasher. I love just like looking at every single one of their videos. Really? Yeah, it's dude. Mad funny. When I when I like click on one of those, usually by accident, I'm like, yeah. oh god, and then I have to watch it. I'm like, why did I click on that? And then I'm like. <laughs> All right, I'm going to brace for this. And then every time I'm like, oh, fuck. You know? <laughs> Ugh. Um, I don't think it's good or bad watching Gnarly Bales. Sometimes a good bale is hilarious. You ever yeah. watch like a Gnarly Bale and just cracks you up to tears almost? Yeah. It's not often, but when you get a good bale. Like I have one of me sacking a handrail and I just like we freeze frame it and literally my hands and my legs are straight out and mm-hmm. I'm fully sacked. I'm not touching the ground. And I almost cried while – I did cry while laughing at that. I'm like, dude, I'm literally hung out to dry. <laughs> you could just see – I was like, oh, my god, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I love I love, uh, I love um, like slams where like you watch it and it makes your heart like stop real quick. It's you like, get like the adrenaline. Yeah. You're like, oh. yeah. you feel like you're doing the slam. Yeah. yeah, they wrote, I think it can be a mental blocker, but does it push peeps to conquer and defeat fear? I used to, like, take bad slams, and then that would hold me back for a long time. I would yeah. have that. But, like, nowadays, it's like if I take a good slam, I just, like, take a long time to heal. And then once I'm healed, I'm right back to normal. Yeah. It doesn't fuck with me like it used to, mentally. I feel I feel like, I feel like me, personally, like, if I take a hard slam, it'll take me, like, a few minutes to, like, be like, all right, like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I sack a rail, like, doing a certain trick, yeah. I'd be like, all right, like, let me focus on this, like, a little bit more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll get, I'll overthink it a little bit too much. Um, more 
more Jeff Grasso. Lots of Jeff Grasso. Weight of the World episode, my friends. How do you feel about kids who are... Okay, so I have to fix their spelling. How do you feel about kids who are want to skate, who want to skate but can't afford or understand it? How do I feel about those kids? This is a tough question, bro. Yeah. I don't quite understand it. Um, if you can't afford a skateboard, Just but ask. you want a skateboard, um, figure out how to get some money. Yeah, ask people or just uh, like find like a friend who just doesn't use their skateboard or something like that. Yeah, or just like figure out how you can work for some money. Ask to do some chores. When I was younger, like I didn't, I my parents didn't really have money and weren't going to buy me one. But I met a kid who had an extra board, and he just kind of like gave me his extra board because he knew I wanted to skate and he needed a friend. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's ways, man. Hustle, 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 my friend. Dude, my first skateboard, bro. Like. Uh, it wasn't even me or my uh, parents or, like, anybody in my family that bought it. It was my um, sister's boyfriend. Hell it was yeah. my birthday, and he's, like, wanting to get a skateboard, and I was, like, I... And then we were, like... Because he was, like, teaching me how to skateboard a little bit. I had, like, a Walmart board at the time. And I was, like, getting, like, all right. Like, I got the Ollie a little bit, and he's, like, all right, we need to get you, like, a real skateboard. And I was, like, all right, sick. That's sick. And man. then he bought me a skateboard. It was a creature. And what I was, was like, his name? First name. His name was Colin. Shout out, Colin. Good looks, my G. And then, um... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, they, they aren't together anymore, but... But... There's worse things, like people are passing and pandemics and shit. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. But it was cool, though. Yeah, that's sick. Um... My dogs are the most annoying thing in the world right now. Probably can't even hear it on the show, but it's amazing. More pandemic stuff. Zoe says, hi, how about talking about all the skaters who are not listening to the stay-home rules and still skating in parks together? NY is a war zone, and I still know people out filming skate parts. Oh, man. <laughs> dude, she's cheated, bro. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, there's parts of the world right now that are in yeah, it's big bad. trouble. Like, New York is a hot spot right now. Just do your, do your best to be safe and not endanger other people. So, like, don't go in big crowds. If you're out filming, go film where there's nobody, literally. You yeah. don't want to be around people at this moment because you could have the virus and you could spread it. So use your brain. Be smart. And hopefully this will pass. I hope you're hanging tough, Zoe. Yeah. I feel like you can't, I don't know. I feel like you can't stop skating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can't stop skateboarders from not skating. It's like, you have the ground. You know what I'm saying? I think we just can't jump to, like, panic. It's like, you could. we can go out, like, we went out and skated, yeah. and nobody was around. Mm-hmm. Literally, we didn't run into one person. Yeah. We're not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is when you become six feet from someone, that's the problem. Yeah. And same with parks. If you go to a park and there's ten people, maybe don't go there. If there's mm-hmm. no one, go fucking skate the park. They yeah. might kick you out, but it's like you're not endangering anyone. You're in your car. You get out of your car. No one's around you. You go to some flat ground. You skate. Maybe you, two friends, three friends, if you all know that you're being safe. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what I mean? You're of the age and you're healthy and you're like, fine, like – as long as you're not going back to people that are older and infecting it and spreading it. That's the yeah. main thing, you know? So you got to use common sense and, like, you don't want to spread the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. We're all supposed to be quarantined. That doesn't mean not go outside. Yeah. 
Because people... I feel like a lot of people are misinterpreting that. A little bit, I think. A little bit. But there's also people that are in war zones right now, like my friend Zoe, which I hope you're hanging in there, who have family that are affected by it and are in, like, hot spots like New York, which is just, like, a war zone. So, yeah. like, the severity differs from state to state, you know? But just use your common sense and don't spread the fucking shit because you could have it. Just mm-hmm. think of it like that. They're suggesting you wear a cloth on your face when you yeah. go into grocery stores and shit. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're going to take one more question, and then we're going to go skate. All right. But not around a bunch of people. <laughs> all right, this one is Malden Skate Park Coalition. Shout out. Um, skate industry on the East Coast or lack thereof? Wait, repeat it. Skate industry on the East Coast or lack thereof? Skate industry on the East Coast or lack thereof? I'll start this one off and you'll chime in. All right. What does lack thereof mean? Meaning that there's no skate industry on the East Coast. No, there is. So, like, so yeah, there is, definitely. So, growing up, for me, there wasn't much industry. There were shops and stuff, you know? And there were some brands and stuff. Um, I know New York had, like, Zoo York and stuff. That was cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I think there's a lot of shops and a lot of brands, you know, on the East Coast. And we're building our own thing. There's competitions. Like, in our area, we're trying our hardest to do it and push things forward. We got, like, World, All I Need, New England M. We got Mm -hmm. the podcast. We got YouTube channels. There's different brands popping up, whether it's Vulture Crew, Oyster Brand, uh, Own Your Area. There's a bunch of brands popping up. There's skate teams. There's, like... Indoor parks, Charlie, Hive, Red Alert, The Edge. Like yeah. we have a pretty good industry out here now. Yeah, we do. Coming up though, there wasn't as much because it's a little harder for whatever reason. I think just because the weather, you know, which is like yeah. some bitch ass excuse, but like it's true. Like half the season is not that nice out, and people have to clamor into indoor parks, and then pandemics break out and whatnot. Um, I think it's strong right now. I think we have something amazing going on on the East Coast, and I think if all of us just keep pushing to grow skateboarding so we can all enjoy it together, that's the fucking goal, man. Mm-hmm. And you feel like there's... You, you yeah, feel the I feel, same way? Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel like there's a ton of like skateboarding industries, companies, yeah, teams, competitions going around the East Coast. It's good. There's a lot of people involved in doing epic shit for skateboarding. Yeah. Grosso and losing a lot of the big voices in skating, will that change the direction skateboarding is going? (laughs) I wonder if they could have heard that. (laughs) That was my stomach, dude. Did you hear that? (laughs) Answered the question for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Nah, I mean, like, so it sucks that people pass away. It's one of the worst things, man. And their voices are going to be missed. But I feel like their impact on skating will inspire the next. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Those who love Grosso will get inspired, and they'll pass it on and pass it on. And that those ideas will live on. Yeah. And we'll still have a version of that voice. Might not have that voice, like a Felper or Grosso, but... We'll have something in the same vein as that, you know? I don't think it goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Finding, fixing spots. Why are we so secretive about keeping them? Skate spots. Do you, do you think about that at all? I don't, I don't know. I'm not really secretive about keeping street spots. Like, if someone's like, oh, where's that at? I'll be like, 
I'll tell them. I don't know what's hurting. You know what I'm saying? I'm the same way. Like I don't really try to. I don't have a famine mentality where there's not enough. I think if anything, I think the more people that skate it, the more you have something to gauge off of it. Yeah. You know, like ten people skate it, you see what they did, what you did, inspires you to maybe try something new, look at it in a different approach. I know spots get blown out and shit, and that's part of the game. But there's always new spots. Mm-hmm. Like there are some motherfuckers that are so secretive about their spots, they just want to hoard the spots in themselves and their crew and whatever. It's like you can do that. I don't give a shit. But yeah. I'm not like that. I'm more or less like, yo, everyone skate whatever. Don't give a shit. If it gets blown out, I'm going to find something new. It'll yeah. force me to change. Like I'm fine with that. Like mm-hmm. I don't really feel like there's not enough for everyone. You know? Yeah. Skateboarding is still small compared to everything else in my mind. You know, like as big as it feels, it's still a small industry. Um, what do you miss most about normal life during these quarantines? During the during the Corona quarantine, um, I probably miss like I miss a lot of things. I miss like school. I miss like skating parks. You know what I'm saying with like friends, like the normality yeah. of just being like, like, "Hey, I want to go to the park," and showing up, and there be twenty people shredding, and just yeah. like get into a sesh. Yeah, I miss like. I don't know. I haven't been able to see my girlfriend. Miss Dude. her. <laughs> it's tough. It's, it's about to explode out here. <laughs> Take that for what it is. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm the same, dude. I just miss like the... I just don't like having to know, having a question going outside and like questioning everything, you know? Like... Mm-hmm going into places and shit it's just like kind of nerve-wracking and like questioning whether you're gonna get sick or like if we're safe or i miss the fact that like i'm i'm freaking out because it's like you don't know how bad it's gonna get and uh i just miss like the calm and the normal politics bullshit that you could usually worry about (laughs) like i miss the the normal arguments now it's like everything's ratchet ratcheted up you know it's like so much more extreme when something like this happens so it's like i'll be happy when we can go back to just complaining about stupid normal shit that's trivial and doesn't really matter yeah i it miss makes, that it makes you like feel like you took those little things for granted you know what i'm saying yeah and then um i don't know i feel like being like my age in school it's like extra tough like on me because like i gotta learn like a whole curriculum now like on online schooling. Yeah, without, like, teachers yeah. and other people to bounce it off of, really? Yeah, like, personally, I'm not, like, a big, like, tech-savvy person. Like, I don't really like learning stuff online, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I need, like, someone to teach me it. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be hard for me, but we'll get through it. Yeah. Everyone's think- every, everyone's getting through it, so. Yeah. Just got to join the ride. Exactly. Hang on tight and learn to balance. I feel like collectively the whole world's learning how to balance right now. Yeah. It's like we got knocked off balance because of a virus and now we have to like hang on and get our strength back and learn to balance and ride it out until it can get steady again Mm -hmm. and then we can control it. But right now we're in the middle of falling but trying to hold on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you got a ladybug on your mic. Dude, this is the second time the ladybug's been living in the podcast studio, and I haven't messed with it because it's just like a good sign. Where's it? Yeah, at? he's like on your mic. He's chilling. Where? Oh damn! <laughs> Let me take a photo. He was on the last. It, I say he. It might be a she. It was on the last one. 
famous ladybug. <laughs> that ladybug's crushing. The late lucky ladybug. It might be a dude though. Don't assume it's gender. Just because they're called ladybugs, it could be a dude. dude. Me and Gunu were trying to figure that out. <laughs> like if there are. Dude, that thing's moving though. I know. He's like, there it is. Oh. <laughs> That's a lit legendary legendary ladybug right there. <laughs> Alright, I think there's just a little bit more of this question. He had like a five parter, so we're gonna go through it. Shout out to Malden Skate Park Coalition. Thank you guys. Um What have you been doing to stay sane? I've been filming or uh, editing. I stockpile footage. So I'm constantly trying to film people. Mm-hmm. So I have probably like three vlogs worth of footage that I need to like put into a timeline, chop up, and start editing. So yeah. that's been keeping me sane. Podcasting, connecting with people. Yeah. What about you? Probably like skateboarding and like. Yeah, skating too, obviously. Yeah. Probably like it's working. That's another thing keeping me like kind of sane. And Give you like I'm, a routine to follow, like yeah. a schedule. At least a little bit of a routine. Yeah. I don't know. And then, um,. Yeah, that's about it. Eating donuts. Yeah, eating donuts. Coffee. <laughs> Living as much as I can. Did the ladybug just fall in my coffee? No, she's just, she's like, or he, whatever it is, he's on the cord over there. We gotta look that up. <laughs> ladybugs, if there can be male ladybugs? No, there definitely can. How yeah, would they how else could, yeah, how else could you do it? <laughs> yeah, but are the male ones like they don't have spots? Because you ever seen a ladybug without spots? Yeah. All right, we're gonna get to the I, bottom I, of this right now. I think that one has spots. It does. It does. But let's look. Let's. Uh, uh, male ladybug. Let's see what this says about it. They're showing ones with sp- determining whether a ladybug is male or female has nothing to do with the size or number of black spots on the insect's orange body. Both sexes have these spots. The male is generally slightly smaller than the female. The ladybug's reproductive organs share the abdomen, abdomen, whatever the hell it is, along with the digestive and respiratory organs. Okay, nice. So there's no way to tell unless you see its cock. <laughs> ladybug cock <laughs> wait did it say the male is smaller than the female yeah yeah that's bizarre <laughs> I mean it is what it is bro alright here's the end here's the last question of the day a funny story or adventure from good eye <laughs> this one's for me I'll take it from here right. Um, so we're down in Florida on a skate trip um, and we're out there filming for good eye and you'll see it in the video in the beginning of Billy's part. Oh, but basically, he yeah. Out of the shoe. Yeah, we're basically <laughs> skating this, this bump to flat, and there's a yellow pole. So you got to go bump. You got to go off the bump, Ollie, over the flat. And after the flat, there's a yellow pole. And Kevin's trying Ollie, nose bonk on the pole. So Ollie over the flat, nose bonk the pole, grab the tail at the same time. So like a nose bonk tail grab over this crazy flat. And whatever happens, it's like, yo, Billy, if I land the next one, you have to do a shoey. Because our, our homie Dalton Dern was like, yo, you know what a shoey is? We're like, nah, I don't know. He told us about a shoey and how it's like you, you got to drink a beer out of a shoe. So Kevin and Billy made the bet, dude. Kevin roasted the fucking trick. And Billy took off his nasty ass uh, <laughs> shoe that he'd been skating in for so long. The thing was just definitely broken in and... 
you could tell there's been some swamp foot in that thing for a while. Many a sessions, a lot of ball sweat, and that that dripped down his leg into the mm-hmm. sole for sure. And uh, Kevin roasted it, went up, celebrated because he landed the trick, and he just said, "Billy, you're drinking a fucking beer out of your shoe." <laughs> Took a Yingling, cracked that thing. And the rest was history. Billy's a champ, dude. Did he get sick after? Doo, doo, doo. Nah, he was fine, dude. I was a little worried about athletes, athlete's mouth, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> feet, like his yeah. might get some fungus on your your gums or something. <laughs> I don't know if you can get that. Can your athlete's feet go to your mouth? I don't know, but um, yeah, that was a classic moment, and they made it in the video. We yeah. filmed the whole thing, so yeah, I love those guys. I feel like when I went. Uh, the two, like, lady, the two, like, they must have been cracked out, the two ladies that came up to us. Oh, in Worcester? Yeah. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they were out funny. there. <laughs> they were crazy. We were skating this crazy spot under a bridge in Worcester. It was a flat over a guardrail into a bank that led down into, like, a four-lane, busy-ass road in the middle of the city, Worcester. And uh, I'm down in the streets trying to fucking watch for traffic and get cars to, like, move while people are skating into the bank. And these two ladies came, and they're just, like, clearly out there midday, just spracked out on fucking whatever drugs they were on. <laughs> Even one of them was like, I gotta go get my cocaine. Like, just so out, like, on camera, too, not, not giving a shit. That was a crazy day, man. That was bad fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think that's it, man. I think yeah. we did it. Boom. Oh yeah, I'm glad that uh, sick. I'm glad that you're a part of all I need, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm hyped. part of it too. Yeah, I'm hyped we met, and uh, I'm psyched to see where we go with this. And I'm happy that we're out here surviving this uh, crazy time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all right, living. Yeah. We'll make it, guys. We'll be all right. I know this is a heavy podcast, but we're gonna be all right. That was a heavy podcast. <laughs> Later, people. See ya. Get over here.